attention won't do you no good won't do you no good you better start rolling when you hear me calling won't do you no good it won't do you no good if you don't mind hell I'll never mind well, good afternoon warrior fans wherever you are and welcome to Amity Warrior Football Jeff Clark and Ron Heber coming to you live from get everything set up here uh coming to you live from on alaska washington home of the loggers one of the top ranked teams in the state of washington in the 2b classification and that means that they're about the same size we are they have about 240 250 kids in their high school very similar to amity very similar facilities too as you walk around uh it feels a little homey around here uh feels like a, a small rural town in in any state in the northwest uh, so Ron and I made the trip up here this afternoon and looking forward to a, hopefully a competitive game of football. Ron, how are you today? Very good. The loggers come into this as a, uh, uh, a team that has one win under their belt so far this year. Uh, they had a, oh, I don't know what it was, 60 something to zero win last week over, uh, another team that's about their size and they did it all on the ground. They did not throw one pass in that game. And uh, we're going to uh, do pregame a little bit different today. And uh, that is I'm going to bring in a, uh interview that I did with Coach McGill. We're going to talk a little bit about last week's game. And then uh, also uh, he's going to preview this one a little bit and talk about what they're trying to do. So we'll see if we can get this up and running. Uh, this is my interview with Coach McGill this week. Well, Warrior fans here talking with Joel McGill, uh, Coach McGill from the Amity Warrior football team, and uh, coming off a nice win versus St. Mary's. Joel, let's talk a little bit about that game, uh, and then we'll get into uh, some individual players and then look ahead at on Alaska coming up this week. So good win, 34-32 over uh, what I thought was an improved St. Mary's team over last year. Well, they only, only lost two starters from their offense from last year's. So. One of them was the running back who I thought was the best player on their team last year. He was. He, was, he might have been. He probably top three back in the state. So. And I didn't think they used him real well last year. I'm I not, was okay with it. Yeah. Uh, and but he was the only person I thought that we really had to deal with. And so the the Foster kid, number eight that we saw here, kind of came out of nowhere to me. Hmm. Um, I don't. I didn't remember him standing out last year when we went down to Medford. But obviously you knew about him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so so what was his reputation coming into that game for you guys? Um, actually, I told the players this, that uh, last year I think a lot of their team kind of uh, watched number 20 run the ball. Like He was the go-to guy, and so they kind of like were bystanders watching a star play. Right. This year without him on the field, I think it's like they all kind of realized they have to do it together, which actually made it more dangerous because they actually used 33, and they used, you know, eight. They used them more than, more than they had to last year, I guess. You know, so it's uh, in a way by him graduating, it almost made them uh, more diverse, which made it harder defensively to, to – move to things or cheat to things that so. talent <clears throat> that was on their team last year didn't show up as much um but we saw f well one of them wasn't there he's a freshman this year the younger foster right yeah. uh, he's a good little athlete he himself is, he he's is. not he's not as big as his brother but probably pushing six foot um yeah he, caught I, everything in sight yeah. had two touchdowns against us uh the bigger foster number eight <clears throat> Jaden Jalen foster Jaden foster um absolute beast to match up against physically six five probably 210 or so and very strong but listen at six eight 
Yeah, I don't think I, I saw him standing next to Josh, and I thought they looked pretty comparable out there. He's a little thicker, um, <clears throat> maybe a little faster than Josh too. The Josh, in terms of straight ahead speed, is not bad. No, no, uh, yeah. we'll get to him I'll, in a minute. Yeah, I'll take that anytime. So <laughs> absolutely. No, honestly, I think last year we and I told their coach this too. Last year we just jumped out on them early. Mm-hmm. They had a couple of mistakes in the first half that led to two scores. And the next thing, instead of being a fourteen nothing game at halftime, it's thirty one nothing at halftime, and it yeah. just changes the way you coach at that point. And so last year's game was much closer than the score showed. So everybody's like, oh, you guys did well. No. I mean, we made a made a comment last year that we didn't want to play them again in the playoffs um, because we kind of knew we, we you know we got fortunate down there last year. So. Right. Uh, quarterback for them played real well. Yes. Uh, Walla Walla Halu or however you say yeah. his name. Uh, boy, he's a good athlete, and yes. and he gave us some fits in terms of containment. So, um, can you talk a little bit about that in terms of what didn't work in terms of containing him? Mm. I know we missed a couple of tackles on him where we yeah. had him, and we just flat out couldn't wrap him up. Yeah. But how does uh, John's defensive scheme try to contain a quarterback like that that's so mobile well usually you just you have to get more speed in the field but unfortunately we we're still out a couple of players one due to not have enough practices and one because he's held down yeah. for the first three weeks and those two are our, our two fastest front six guys besides russell so that would having one or two more speed guys up front you know you can move nice up back into that side but then we lose sure. on the edge so we, we were we were a few weapons short on Trying defense. To mix and so, match a little bit. Yeah. Well, and make it work. The and... comment, John, I said, John's on it. We got to get faster. He's like, with who? I said, that's my point. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, we, and a joke, I said it jokingly, like, All right. we're doing what, what we can. can. So, right. yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's, it is what it is. So. You know, you work with what you have, and you yeah. coach it up, and you do what you can. You can't, you can't teach speed. You can't teach <laughs> traits. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, but I thought that, you know, that, that quarterback played really well against us. I'm not sure we'll see a more mobile quarterback this year. Uh, Saturday will. Well, is well. I, I was <laughs> yeah. thinking the state of Oregon, and, yeah. you know, three A. Um, but yeah, I know we're we're in for a treat on Alaska. Um, let's talk about uh, you know some of your kids and how they played. Uh, first of all, Keenan Graham first start <laughs> at a varsity game, uh, limited snaps coming into this. What do you say about Keenan? No, actually, I was really impressed, <clears throat> honestly, because you know last year he did play a few times, um, but last last year our backup quarterback was Eli Jackson. So technically, if I went to backup reps, it went to Eli before it went to Keenan. So Keenan, uh, even though he played quite a bit of our stand last year, didn't really get any clear quarterback reps. I mean, he got fourth quarter quarterback reps, but there's no pressure in the fourth quarter and you're up 50. Exactly. You know? so, so having to go into the, the gambit and play against a team that's really good, um, no, he he played really well. I mean, he made good reads. And, of course, his first pass, he threw it into <laughs> the ground. And, Little you nerves. Know, yeah, no, <laughs> it's like, well, we'll see how it goes. So um, <laughs> He got better after that. Well, and, you know, and I told him, I said, you know, if all else fails, you do have a six-foot-six six target that – We'll probably make you look good. So well, and the nice thing is that they have played enough sports together, the two of them, that I think there's a lot of trust there for him. You know, in basketball season, you throw it up and you let Josh go get it. Yeah. You know, at six six and great hands. Um, I thought uh, I thought Keenan did a good job of buying some time a couple of times yeah. to allow things to kind of develop when his protection wasn't there. Um, and uh, late in the fourth quarter, there he, they came with a blitz, <clears throat> and uh, he just he got out of there. And, and got a couple of yards, got some positive, got out of bounds, stopped the clock. Yep. Um, so a good decision. A lot of times a quarterback will make a mistake when that blitz comes. He doesn't have a lot of experience dealing with that type of pressure. But there he was on a on a you know a drive you needed to win the game, and he did the right thing. Yes. Yeah. No. And last year we were, our our boot <clears throat> pass, which is a rollout pass, turned into more of a short roll, just because right. of the arm strength and who sure. he could throw to. And you know Tyler could pull up short and then throw it downfield to, mm-hmm. to the target one hit. So. It's been a process for John and I both to convince uh, Kane and Keenan. When, you, when we go boot, it's boot first. Get out there first. And then you have a run-pass option. I said, you know, my rule is green means go. If you see lots of green, don't even worry who's open. Just 
Run yeah, for take it. Take the yards. Yeah, take the There's no chance of an yeah. interception when you run it. Correct. Yeah. So, but every quarterback <laughs> wants to throw the ball, though, right? I mean, so. Well, and he ended up with four touchdown passes. Five. Five touchdown passes in the game. And I'm two. confusing with my Cowboys. Yeah. They had four touchdown passes and a running. Yeah. And two conversions that were in the air. So. Right. Yeah. And he had two interceptions on the defense yeah, side yeah, of the ball. Yeah, that, the one interception on the far sideline from you guys on the St. Mary's sideline was an absolute great read on his oh, part. Yeah. And he got a foot inbound. Yep. So. Oh yeah, he did a fantastic job. Um, Josh Wart, uh, yeah. phenomenal target. Yeah, no, and you know it's kind of he got he was kind of overshadowed last year just because of uh, Peyton's numbers and Peyton's catches, but um, it's hard it's hard for anybody to cover a tight end, even the NFL. It's hard to cover a tight end that can move like that. So it's and it's kind of funny because somebody uh, made the comment after me, how can you just got to th- stop throwing just to Josh? I'm like, well, we completed 16 passes, only six were to Josh. So you know we he hit a lot of targets Friday night. So he did, and uh, and you've got you've got a few different targets to shoot at there. Um, how? How's Josh doing on the blocking side of the ball? I know he likes to block. No, he does, yeah. Um, he's a physical blocker. He's not just some, you know, wide receiver who's playing tight end. No, no. he's Actually, he's blocking, like I said to the papers last year, his blocking is underrated. Everybody, everybody recognizes the catching, but it's his blocking is really key. Um, we, we kind of struggled overall Friday night on blocking. Mostly, I think it's just first game, and people weren't sure who to get. And, of course, we kind of, in a lot of cases between our backs and our tight end, we're a little slow off the ball. And so the guy got an angle on us, and we didn't get a piece. But for the most part, we you know we can run to Josh's side and be pretty sure he's going to handle his guy. Right. So. Uh, and if you run him on the same side as you have Bernard's, yeah, you've, yeah. Got, you've got two really good blockers right. out there. Uh, Jake, you know, and I, it's hard for me to watch the line while I'm calling the game, but, um, you know, I talked to Jake after the game, and, and uh, he said, well, first of all, he said the foster kid's a is tough to handle. <laughs> yeah, he said, I've never played against anybody that good yeah. uh, as a defensive end. We talked about Foster as a receiver, but as a defensive end, Jake Jake was really impressed with him. Uh, so he had his hands full when eight lined up over him. No. But overall, uh, some turnover on your offensive line from last year? Yeah, um, we lost four of them. Yeah, so, that's I mean, hard. Yeah, you know, the positive is this year we lose one. So um, right now, of, of the of the front six, the five linemen plus Josh, you know, only one's a senior. So it's – and, you know, those guys were their first start. And, you know, J- Jacob was probably – Clearly our best lineman on Friday night, but he had a couple of mistakes, mostly because number eight was just so quick and long. Right. It's hard. So, um, But, no, Jacob is like uh, it's like having Robbie and Coleman last year. They, they just know they've been out there. They know the offense. and they, Jacob is good at being able to tell other guys, this is what we're going to do on this right. play. So. And that helps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Quite a so. bit. Um, center play. New center. Yeah, Ashton. Yeah, Ashton wants to be running back. And, I, you know, first two weeks we put him running back. And, and I said, well, you know, you actually look okay at running back. But right now, if you want to start, there's the spot that's going to be a center right now. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and, not, and not one fumbled snap that I saw? No, yeah. That's pretty good for a first-time center and a first-time yeah. quarterback. Who, yeah. And that's that's what you worry about, right? Because everything starts with yeah. that snap. If it's not clean, especially in that timing offense there, there's no time to recover. If the snap is bobbled, right. everything's thrown off. Well, for the first time in my career, I made the comment to the players. I'm like, we've actually switched centers in practice. You know, So three or four different guys go in there and take snaps, including a, a freshman. And still don't have very many bobbled snaps. And the, the more important thing is when I put Kane in, at quarterback in practice, he jumps right in, no practice snap and no bobble snap. Like I've never had that kind of that situation right. where where a backup quarterback goes in with a different center and the snap is still clean. It's like I don't know what we did, but it's probably not us. It's probably just it's working. <laughs> it's working. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, Kane Black transfer yeah. this year. Sophomore kid was he five nine? He probably like is five nine. Five, yeah. Probably, so, solidly built, but not big. Yeah, everybody's taller than me, so yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, but he's probably 150, 155 maybe? No, nah, he's actually probably 165. Is he's, 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 he's pretty thick, actually, yeah. And so, uh, so he's, he's your backup quarterback, but he's starting at wide receiver for you. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, if you go back and listen to the game, the only thing I don't like about 
your offense is that you shuttle plays with your wide receiver, and sometimes you take your best wide receiver off the field, which is, you know, there's pros and cons to that, obviously. Yeah. You know that. Um, and it just uh, – I don't know if you can get that kid enough snaps. He's a playmaker from oh, what no, I can does, see. Yeah. yeah. No, the best thing about him is, you know, he doesn't get a lot of reps at wideout. He basically stands with me in during practice, so him and Keenan switch off an offense so he can get – you know, he's really learned the offense well. Our offense is not easy for a quarterback to learn. Right. It's not easier to be in the shotgun, catch it, and throw it. It's, it's not, you know, I hate to say that, but it's not that difficult. Yeah. In the shotgun, I can. You can see everything. Yeah. So, um, but footwork, knowledge, the way you have to run the fakes in our system is really difficult. And he's really picked up well. He still, still has to ask, what, what, on this play, what do I do? You know, but he's brand new to the system. So, right. Um, but he's just a f- knowledgeable football player. Like, he knows football probably better than everybody else on the team. Like, so that last play for the touchdown, that's like, okay. He never even ran that route before, and so in the timeout, I'm explaining him how to run the route, you know, and, and he did it. So, I mean, that's, you know, Pretty it's... remarkable. Yeah, and of course, you know, the funny part is, is you know, it's a first-year player for me, and, I'm a, and uh, I bet I knew he could do it, so... Right. Well, you know, and you have to learn how to trust him, you know, it's taking, yeah. you, know, you had a few weeks to work with him now. Um, I, what I was most impressed pressed with with what I saw with him was the two-point conversion in the back of the end zone, yeah. getting his feet down, <laughs> bobbling. I mean, the ball bobbled. He hit it. It went up in the air, kind of juggled it, getting his feet down, being aware of where he was yeah. on the field, making that catch. That was a huge play. It was. Uh, and, and just, you know, the fact that Keenan just fires the ball back there and doesn't worry about it. He's got Josh. He's got uh, Kane, and both of them catch everything thrown to him. And yeah. I, I didn't see drops out there. No, I mean, pretty remarkable. The, 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 the one the quote drop would have been Cody's, but it was triple coverage back in the end zone. The lights, I don't consider it a tough, drop. Right? It was a, tough it, coverage. Well, and it looked like the ball was going to get tipped. So yeah. you, you're trying you, to adjust. You can't put your drive. hands up waiting for a tip and it didn't happen. Yeah. So no. Um, and, uh, the, the one play call you fooled me on completely yeah. was, uh, when you had, uh, uh, Weigert bring the play in. Kane went out, and I thought, this is a passing down. What is he doing? I mean, he's got no receivers in the game. It can't be a, this has got to be a run play. And you ran the, that shuffle pass to Cody, yeah. which was a great play call, well executed by the line. Um, everybody did what they were supposed to do in, what, I don't know, 20-yard gain on something? something yeah, like yeah that. that one was yeah, about 25 down to the, yeah. about the 15, I think um, it was. So. And, and Cody's a load. Once yeah, he yeah. once he gets going, he's he's what two two fifteen two twenty. No, he weighs about one ninety. Does he? No way. He yeah. is so thick. Yeah, I'm well, surprised. But everybody else is pretty small. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It's all comparative. Yeah. Uh, but I thought Cody overall played a pretty good game for you. Yeah. Um, legend tackles. Um, had an interception. Recovered that fumble, which was huge. I don't know who forced the fumble. If it was a forced Russell fumble. Brown. Okay. Yeah. Um, we couldn't see who it was. Uh, or if Wallahula just lost the ball or not. But uh, Cody right on the spot picking that up, and um, you know we don't have to dive into bad play calling by the other team when you've got the well, ball in the, the lead. The funny thing is they finally, they finally actually ran the ball, <laughs> and then, and then they fumble. Yeah, it's like, well, the first two are almost picks. You think, oh, why are you throwing the ball? Then yeah. they actually go smart and run it, and then they fumble it. So. And part of that was he was trying to, you know, he's trying to pick his way through traffic right. instead of just get your yards and get down. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, Russell and Cody making great plays there, and, and that turns into the game-winning drive. Um, you know, we don't have an explosive back. Um, so that's a little different than last year. You know, you, you lose three running backs that can take it to the house from anywhere on the yes, field. Yes, they could, yeah. That's a, that's a luxury. Now you're on the other side where you've got three grinders back there yep, who yep. get what's blocked and, yep. and fall forward, you know, and that's, right. you know, so what do you do? How do you, how does that change your play calling? Well, play calling changes a little bit, but um, mostly it's just making sure that because all three of them can block, most places we'll have a lead back going through the hole because, you know, we basically have extra linemen because, mm-hmm. you know, from Dylan to Cody to, they all block. to nine, yeah. I mean, uh, They've all played to it. Russell, they can all block, yeah, yeah. so. Um, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're slow compared to last year's backfield, but they're really not slow. Mm-hmm. You know, for three backs, they're above average, you know. Yep. So I think everybody got spoiled last year watching uh, Hatch and Mather and Streeter build up. Very spoiled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think, I mean, you know, when you hit the line of scrimmage that fast and 
and Russell still does. Russell hits the line scrimmage about as fast as Streeter does. Mm-hmm. Um, just doesn't have the maybe the, the final burst. Yeah. yeah, he does on defense though. If you notice, Russell on defense is a lot faster than he is on offense. <laughs> I mean, he ran Less quarterback down. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, <laughs> I've, for years, it's been some guys are fast with the ball, some guys are faster without it. And yeah. uh, he's one of those guys that when somebody else has the ball, he's faster. It's so. interesting, isn't it? Yeah, which is great for defense. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so Challenge is playing on Alaska. Yeah. Not- I don't know how this works with the RPI and all of that. I mean, you're you're playing a, a highly ranked team from another yeah. state, um, so I don't think it's going to hurt you if you get a loss up there, if we travel. Um, I don't know anything about the team other than they're highly ranked, good yeah. team. Obviously, they've got some good athletes. Um, how do you approach a game like that that's kind of meaningless? You don't want to get right. anybody hurt. You yeah, I know, yeah. Some stuff. Um, well, we, the option was either have no game at all and you know, practice for nothing this week, or you know, which right. is hard to not prepare for something this time, yep. So, or have a game against somebody who's – Pretty good. So, uh, and they are ranked number. One. They are ranked number one. They return like every starter but one. I think. So you know, we're, they're 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 well they're well, well coached and they and they they come off the ball hard. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know it'd be interesting because it'd be like totally different from last week. Last week was a spread team that threw the ball quite a bit. This week I'll be surprised if we can throw the ball. We're doing good. Really? So yeah. a power running team? I didn't, they didn't, I formation? They or? didn't throw a pass last week. Really? So was, yeah, they won by 60. So. so they run an I formation? or No, they actually run wing T set like ours. Okay. Yeah. Well, so well they that's kind of nice. Yeah, it's, <laughs> At least your defense knows what's going on, right? Well, and it's they're more of a, um, a true wing T. And they're, actually, I shouldn't say that. They're a lot more like a veer wing T. Okay. They do run the option. Yeah. They have tight splits. They, they come off the ball hard and fast. And the um, option requires your players to be very disciplined. Yep. You have to maintain your responsibilities and not yeah. gamble. And you gamble, you give up big plays. Right. So you know, from from last week to this week, it's good that we actually get to see two totally different mm-hmm. offenses going into you know the next seven weeks out of here. But no, I mean they're you know they're they're a good good football team. So so um, as that game goes on, um, if it's not a if it's not a close game where you feel like you know this is one we're going to try to win, you know, and and play for that, you know, if it becomes obvious that. Um, do you manage your varsity minutes then a little bit, or kind of? Because I don't think you have a JV game this week, right? As of right now, well, in about half an hour here, I might find out. Oh, so, okay. Uh, <laughs> so that I, could change. Well, Sam McCavity does not have a team uh, JV team that I can that we can tell, and uh, but YC is playing a team this week that doesn't have a JV team either. Oh, okay. So if that's the case, we might well pick up YC's JV team, which right. I'm as a coach right now is kind of a. <laughs> I'm in the situation now. I'm not knowing who I'm going to have for four quarters. Right. And if I don't have a JV team next Monday, I'm sorry, JV game next Monday, I can use some of those freshmen that are pretty talented mm-hmm. to help us out on varsity. Yep. But I want to use them just for seven plays and ruin their chance to play on Monday. So here I'm trying to game plan for the week, not knowing who's I'm, who I'm going to have, uh, which is a good thing. You know, it's a good problem to have, I guess, because I, I guess we have a JV squad. So um, like the last week with Reagan and Dylan and Gavin, who are guys that played two quarters of kickoff, because they can mm-hmm. do it. But if I play on four quarters of kickoff, then right. they don't play quarters on Monday, and it's you know it's it's tough, you know. So right. Um, but all, as it turns out, Kennedy basically quit early on us on JV. So like I guess I could have done that, but you know, in hindsight, I wish I had played them more on kickoff. Speaking but. of JV team, got a ton of kids out for, for yeah. J- on your yeah. JV team. I don't know, you know, it's a, a time management issue for Logan yeah. and Keen. They're trying to figure yeah. that out, but uh, a lot of kids and and uh, played hard against Kennedy, and and uh, some kids looked really good in there. No, and gave gave yeah. Kane a chance to. To right. get some reps at quarterback, which is really nice. I almost didn't want to. I was like, oh, do I risk him? Because we don't really have a varsity backup besides right. Kane. I was like, oh, if he gets hurt on Monday. Okay. <laughs> but it so, gave him a chance to work on those offensive right. things you're talking about where he doesn't have that familiarity. And, and working with some kids that, that are backups on varsity, the, the yeah. Hatch boys and, and uh, such. And, and so I thought, I thought that uh, Kane did really well. No, he really uh, did, yeah. And looked, looked good. And, and, yeah. um, so even, even last Friday night, my game plan going into the game was to go some series of Kane and then get you know, Kane a series or so. 
But the way that game was going, the way their defensive front was changing things up, I was like, this is not probably the best game for him to go take some snaps. And actually, I talked to him about it. He's like, yeah, I'm kind of glad I didn't make it. Yeah, yeah, so, no pressure on him. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, it's just, just you know, it's um, it's, it's a guessing game. And I don't know if you guys know this from the sidelines or not, but, you know, I'm calling plays based on what I what I see and what they're giving us. And, of course, when teams jump around and change things in, on what, what what can be sometimes no rhyme or reason for it. Like last time on third and three, they were in a 50 look. This time on third and three, they're in a 40 look. And yeah. I can't tell why. Right. If it's just because they decided, you know, so what am, what am I looking at here? And you know, one time they're two safeties, one time they're one safety on third and 12. Right. You know, so, um, you know, so it's a, it is a guessing game. Of course, when you're having to guess as to the front you're going to see, trying to put a uh, new backfield in or a new line in or a new quarterback in can make your play calling different because you're not sure how you're going to respond to what happens if something goes Absolutely. awry. So. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Coach, and uh, good luck on Saturday, two o'clock yeah, start, and uh, a little different. Uh, changes up your whole your whole schedule that day, I know, and and kind of how you go about doing all your timing. But hopefully, the kids are awake. So yeah, you know, it's um, we're going to practice on one o'clock on Friday. Um, so hopefully, they get their kind of their clock started there on it. But the other part of it was, I well, I like to play on Friday nights, but for some reason they want to play on Saturday. So I'm like, well, I guess that's the way it goes. But then we had to cancel practice early last night because of lightning strike. So. In a way, have an extra day this week worked out. Worked out, okay. <laughs> kind of worked out, so. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll talk next week, and, and uh, we won't have any bad news to share. Oh, uh, hope not, yeah. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, Coach. Uh, yeah. Well, welcome back to live action here. Warrior fans getting ready for the kickoff here from Onalaska, Washington, where the loggers are hosting your Amity Warriors. Warriors in their traveling white uniform tops with the royal pants, and the loggers in their home purple jerseys with white pants gold helmets look a little bit like the washington huskies out there and the loggers won the toss and elected to receive here going to try to put some points on the board to start with kicking off for the warriors sergio alba tonight from the 40 and we're ready to go alba drives it down the middle of the field it's going to be fielded at about the 26 yard line brought back across the left side to the 40 to the 45 and then brought down no flags on the return Number 20, Gunner Talley, the returner on that, a sophomore, 5'10", 155 pounds, brings it back across the 45-yard line, almost to midfield, and the loggers will have great field position to get started. Going to mark it at the 49-yard line of Onalaska. Onalaska runs a formation similar to the Warriors a little bit. They're going to run double tight end with a wing, two-wing formation here and a setback behind the quarterback, Lucas Krager. Krager, senior quarterback, 5'8", 160 pounds, and he is a weapon. Krager hands off to the fullback, number 33, Ashton Haight, and Haight, a 6'205", pound fullback, takes it across midfield for about five yards, and the ball spotted at the 46-yard line of Amity. Second and five for the Loggers, and they're right back under center. No huddle here, Ron. And this time they go with a full backfield, three backs behind, a double tight end. They toss. This is number four, Lawrence, and Lawrence piled up for a gain of maybe a yard. Nice tackle there. A couple of white jerseys in on that. Josh Wart and uh, number 58, that is our man Wyatt Yoakum, sophomore, 5'10", 250 pounds in on the tackle here on the near sideline. Loggers going right to left in front of us, headed west by the compass. Warriors shift up their defense a little bit. Now two setbacks, one wing to the right of the quarterback, and a wide receiver. And we're going to have a false start. So a good start here for the Warriors, really. Gave up five yards on the first carry. Oh, and they're going to hit offsides on the Warriors on this one. I'm going to say that 
Somebody we had somebody lined up in the neutral oh, zone, and they got a little bit of a jump, and that's going to probably make this first a first down. down. Five yards is going to put it at the 40. I thought we had a false start when they blew it dead like that. <clears throat> thought the Warriors were going to get a break there and back them up. But alas, it goes against the Warriors, Ron. First and 10, loggers at the 40 of Amity. Warriors with Dylan Smith on the right defensive tackle position there. Quarterback takes a snap, hands off to the fullback right up the middle. He plows ahead for another five, almost six yards. Going to call it five there on that. That is number 33, Ashton Haight again. <clears throat> and I think we're going to see a lot of Krager, the quarterback, and Haight, the fullback. Those are the two guys that are going to pound you and pound you and pound you. Haight's big guy, as I mentioned there, six foot 205, and they like to run right at you. This time they hand to Haight again. He's tripped up at the line of scrimmage, falls forward for a couple of yards there. I think, I'm not perfectly sure there, but I think that was Lucas May in on the tackle, playing the nose tackle position. May got a hand on him and knocked him off balance. Into the game for the Warriors. Warriors subbing out now. Lucas May out and into the game, uh, Brody Roberts. Roberts comes in at a linebacker position. First year playing football for Brody. They Big, got, strong kid. They got Dylan Smith stacked. Oh, Under center. Offsides again almost. Not quite. And the quarterback keeps it, Krager, and gets a first down on it as he dives ahead across the 30-yard line. So no big play so far for the loggers. They haven't even tried to go outside at this point, really. <clears throat> Everything has been really focused between the tackles. Krager right back up under center. They change formations almost every play, but they don't huddle at all. Krager, hands off, hate right up the middle. And plows ahead for about eight yards or so before he's brought down by the Warriors at the 21-yard line. Second, they're going to call him eight yards on the gain, so second and two. They sub in a receiver here for the loggers. Get the play call from the sideline. Krager. Calling out the play to his lineman. Brings a man in motion. Drops. Krager's going to keep it. Looking to go left. Makes one guy miss and wrapped up by Russell Brown and brought down at the 15-yard line. That'll be good for a first down, though. A gain of six on the play. First and ten from the 15. Nice conservative drive here for the loggers. Josh Ward had him in the backfield. Missed the tackle. Well, Krager's a senior quarterback, three-year starter. And, uh, you know, he moves very athletically. It's a guy that will carry the ball as often as needed. But this is the workhorse. There's Hate right up the middle. He runs over Cody Dyke and takes him down to the five-yard line. That'll be close to another first down. I think it's going to be just a few inches short. They're going to mark it just outside the five. Hate at 210 pounds had a full head of steam when he met Cody Dyke, and uh, Dyke ended up flat on his back and Hate falling down over the top of him. Second and one. Right up the middle is Haight again. Touchdown. And a touchdown for the Loggers. So just over a five-yard fullback plunge there. And how many times did they run that? Six times at us, I think. Really work in the middle of that line against the Warriors. About six carries for Haight right up the middle. And the threat is always that Krager's going to pull it back out and run it himself. And so it forces outside containment to stay home and not crash down and help too much on hate. <clears throat> and they've got a good offensive line, nice-sized offensive line, even though it's a little bit young in places. They're going to go for two. Krager on the keeper. 
dives forward and gets into the end zone as he goes off right behind the right tackle. And it's 8-0 with 8.09 left to go. About a, almost a four-minute drive there for Onalaska as they take it uh, 51 yards on Good. how many plays, Ron? Excellent field position. About 12 plays, 13 plays? Nine. Nine plays, okay. Nine plays, 51-yard drive, and then the two-point conversion, a keeper by the quarterback, Lucas Krager. So the Warriors know what they're going to see here. Last week, Onalaska did not throw the football one time in their win, and it was a big win. It was 60-something to zero over their competition and never threw the ball. Ran it the whole time, and we see right there why they can do that because they have that dual threat of a fullback that's bruising and it's going to get five to eight yards every time he comes at you unless you commit extra guys. And if you commit extra guys, the quarterback keeps it, and he's dangerous to the outside. They've got a couple other guys that can run the ball as well. But Besides the runners, they have a, a good-looking line, excellent line. And that is led by the right guard, number 57, uh, Alex Frazier, 6'4", 240 pounds, and he's not overweight at all. He is a solidly built kid, and he's dominating that that line they like to run right behind he in the center the center is listed at 511 254 we're going to say 354 is probably closer uh, for number 70 uh, bj cleveland barrera <clears throat> who's a large young man and the kick is driven line drive and we're going to have an offside, offside i believe on the loggers ball kicked right to sergio alba but i think the loggers have an illegal procedure here That'll back it up five yards. They'll kick again from the 35-yard line. Nice day here in Onalaska. Overcast, um, no wind, probably, what, 65 degrees, something like that. And just really nice football weather for September. It's a good thing it is cloudy because it'd be warm, 2 o'clock on, on a Saturday afternoon, Saturday afternoon. mid-September. Mm-hmm. We should, right. get, we should get better field position. Kicker is Carter Whitehead, senior, and he gets quite the run-up. He is back a solid 11 yards when he starts this run-up, and he builds up a little momentum, and this time he drives a line drive past Ooh, Alba to the 30 out and out of bounds. Warriors will start at their own 40-yard line, so that's not bad field position for the Warriors. First and 10 from their own 40. Get things started here with 8.09 left to go in the first quarter, and the Warriors trailing 8-0 to one of the top-ranked 2B teams in the state of Washington, and 2B is the equivalent of 3A in Oregon. So similarly similarly sized school uh, with a good football program, and they were a team that did well last year. And, uh, they made the semifinals. In the state, yeah, and then uh, came back this year with a lot of seniors, a lot of, lot of experience, especially at their skill positions. And when we say we looked in the ratings right now, they're ranked number six. In the state. Yep. Number six in the state of Washington for the 2B classification. All right. Keenan Graham under center as the Warriors get ready to start. Niseth to his right in the wing tee. Dyke to his left and Brown behind him. Niseth comes in motion. Hand off to Brown. Brown across the 40 to the 45. The 50 still rambling down into the 45 to the 44-yard line, I think, of Onalaska. So an excellent, what do we got, 16-yard gain there, Ron, on that play. Russell Brown right behind the left guard. And there was a nice hole there. Yes. Now, yep. they, they committed kind of a run blitz there. They came blasting right through the middle and almost got Keenan before he handed it off. But that blew up the coverage of the defensive line. That's that left side with uh, uh, Wyatt Yoakum and uh, Bernard's Jacob over there. Bernard's. Mm-hmm. 
And Pappas, we have to give Pappas some credit. He's uh, at the center. Yeah. Yep, doing a good job. Not a single fumble snap last week, as Joel talked about. Graham under center, no motion this time. Fakes the handoff, Cody. gives it to Cody Dyke around the right side. Across the 40, he'll pick up five yards. So second and five for the Warriors coming up. Had uh, Niseth as a lead blocker out there in front of Dyke. Did a good job of following that block and picking up five yards. Kane Black bringing in the play from the sideline. Interesting to see if the Warriors just stick with the run here until Onalaska shows they can stop it. Onalaska playing a th three-man front, and then it looks like about five linebackers. Yeah, they got four guys in line of scrimmage. And well, one of them, he's a linebacker coming up, though. I don't know. Nice up in motion. There's a fake toss. Ooh. Give to Brown. He's stacked nice. up and dropped for a loss of a couple. Good penetration that time, led by number 57. Uh, they're all league linemen. Alex Frazier getting into the backfield there and had a couple guys with him. I think Hate was one of those as well. So that fullback playing on that defensive front as well. It's going to bring up third and seven for the Warriors. Ball at the 46, or the, excuse me, the 41 yard line of Onalaska. Everything is four down territory for the Warriors. Graham under center. Weigert split out wide left. Graham. Fakes the handoff, gives it to Dyke. Nowhere to run. They rack him up, and he had nowhere. Lots of penetration there. There were five purple jerseys waiting for Dyke as he tried to get around the right side. And I just said <laughs> it's four-down territory. Well, maybe it isn't now. Fourth and 13 for the Warriors. Had a good drive going. Fourth and 14. Really good penetration by, uh, by Frazier. He was in the backfield. Five yards deep when Cody got the ball and had met him head on. So I'm guessing we're going to see a running kick here by Cody Dyke. Is that what you think? He's deep in the formation. I formation, Dyke behind Brown. Black splits out to the right. Wart lined up on the left side of the line. There's the toss to Dyke. Dyke with a little run and then kicks it. Past the coverage, down nice. the sideline, inside the 10, the and 5, and yes. out of bounds at about the 2-yard line. What a punt by us. Cody Dyke. That's about as well as you can draw it up as the Warriors pin the loggers deep in their own territory. Cody Dyke with a nice kind of running out to his right and then kicking it over the safety's head. Took a nice bounce at about the 12-yard line and then rolled another 10 yards before it went out of bounds just in front of the pylon at the 2-yard line. First and ten loggers from their own two. We'll see if the Warriors can do something about Ashton Height. Or Haight, excuse me. I'll get his name right there. Ashton Haight, the fullback. He's not in there this time. This time they're running number 40, Inman. They run a trap play. And they give it to Haight. 30, no, yeah, 33. Yeah, it was 33. Haight with a nice gain out across the five-yard line to about the seven. A gain of five, second and five for the loggers. So they had a little different formation this time. Haight is in there. Inman was right next to him. Now Haight back to the fullback position with Inman up on the left wing position. They split out Whitehead to the right side. Krieger hands off to Haight. Haight plows ahead, breaks one tackle, bounces outside to the 15 before he's brought down there by uh, number 58. That's Wyatt Yoakum on the tackle. First down for the loggers as they get out from underneath the shadow of their own goalpost. They were at the two, now they're out to the 15. First and 10 on Alaska. Warriors defensive front right now. 
is Alec Previtt at the left tackle position. Bernards, I think, at the nose tackle. And Russell Brown at the right tackle. Warriors bouncing around a little bit. They want to switch sides, but Wart doesn't. He and Albo were talking about it. It's a drop. And the quarterback, quarterback. Keith Prager, to the outside, oh, and he's going to be gone. There's no catching him. Josh Ward is fast. Okay. okay, sorry about that. We've got a loose wire here, and uh, it got. Okay, sorry about that, folks. We've got a loose wire. I'm going to try to hold it here. It just uh, cut out during that run. That was the quarterback, Krager, and I thought he was going to go all the way, and he actually lost his balance, <laughs> stumbling, and fell down at the 8-yard line of Amity. So from the 15 to the 8, 35 and 42 gives me 57 on that carry by the quarterback, uh, Lucas Krager. And the Warriors are going to take a timeout. Joel's going to give him a little breather here after chasing that quarterback the length of the field. Everybody took the dive in. I mean, everybody took the dive in. There was absolutely no outside contain. The quarterback stuck it in Hate's belly and pulled it out and took off. It's well executed. And, you know, it's the same thing that we uh, like to do to people. We like to do to people as well. Uh, you know, we want to make them bite on that fullback on that dive play. And if they bite on it, then it opens up other options. I don't know if it'll be the same. I don't know if it'll be the same. You can look and see. All right, we're battling this power cord, folks. Here, there we go. All right, I think I know where, where it is in the cord. I don't know if I can keep it from cutting out, but bear with us. We will, um, at halftime, if we can make it that long, we had half. There it is. All right. Sorry about that. We have a loose wire. We're probably going to have to swap out boards here. I know on Alaska has a board we can use. We may have to swap that out here. Uh, on Alaska, on the carry, it was height, the fullback, takes it down inside the five, and the quarterback keeps it and falls forward for the touchdown. So on Alaska puts their second score on the board. This one goes 98 yards in what, six plays, Ron, something like that? Five plays, 98 yards, four on Alaska. The big one there by the quarterback as he put it right in the belly of the fullback, pulled it back out, and then went around the right side. And there was n no containment out there at all to stop Krager. I'll go for the two-point conversion. 320 left to go in the first. Hate the fullback. Wide receiver split out to the left as Whitehead. They're going to throw. And they throw in the flat to number 40, Inman, and he takes it in. Coverage out there by Graham, but a nice little pinpoint throw by the quarterback, Krager. Hits Inman in stride, and he takes it in for the two-point conversion. 
3.20 left to go, first half. We're going to take a break here and see if we can swap out that board real quick. Well, maybe Ron will try to get it set up while I stay on the air. Having to hold this wire in one hand and try to keep it from uh, bending at all. So we'll see if Ron can get us set up. And then maybe we won't have to worry about this as much. I'll order a new cord this next week. It's, it's a different cord, Ron. So uh, we can't just swap cords. We'll have to set that up. All right, Warriors trail 16-0. Warriors started their first drive promisingly. And then uh, some really good penetration by the defensive line. Blew up two running plays in the row. And the Warriors had to kick. Pinned the Onalaska deep in their own territory. But Onalaska, no problems getting out of that. And you can see why this is one of the favorites for the Washington State 2B title. They are a power running team. Excellent line both directions. And uh, Warriors so far not able to match the line play. <clears throat> Whitehead ready to kick. He drives this one down the middle. Bounces at about the 15. Bubbled there. Picked up by Hatch. Hatch plowed under at about the 21-yard line. Nowhere to run there. And the Warriors will start this time. Instead of from the 40, they'll start from their own 22-yard line. It looks like they may mark this. 21, 22, somewhere right in there. First and 10 Warriors. This is a really good loggers team. Went to the semifinals last year like the Warriors did. However, this team returned a lot of seniors, especially at the skill positions. Our guys better figure out there's a game going on because we just don't have much enthusiasm. Going and right on. now, the guy to watch on the defense is Frazier, number 57. He's lined up at left end. And they go right up the middle with Brown. He plows ahead across the 25 to the 26, a gain of about four yards. Three yards, three and a half, something like that. It'll bring up second and seven. Ball was originally spotted at the 22. <clears throat> Brown falling forward after he was hit to pick up an extra yard. George Hatch bringing in the play from the sideline. Wyatt Hatch was the return man on the kickoff. Warriors break the huddle and come up to the line of scrimmage. 2.40 and counting to go here in the first quarter. 16-0 on Alaska. Graham under center. Brings Niseth in motion. Graham fakes the handoff, throws in the flat to Niseth. He drops it. Threw it. Behind him, Niseth was looking over his left shoulder and had to turn back around to try to catch that ball as it was thrown upfield from him. He was looking back to his left as he went out in that left flat. The throw was uh, not accurate enough for him to be able to haul in, but there was good coverage out there as well. I don't think he was going to get much of a gain, if anything, on it. Third and seven for the Warriors. On Alaska, not a deep team, I don't think. Um, I think they've got about five really good football players, but they're dominant football players, and the Warriors don't have an answer. Oh, and they were bringing the blitz that time. Inman was coming right up the middle on the blitz, and on the outside, number nine, Colby Mozingo was coming. So they were bringing two blitzes, one in an A-gap and one from the left end. So now the Warriors at least have seen where some of that blitz may come from. Offsides penalty. Five yards on on Alaska. Brings up third and about a yard and a half to go. Ball spotted just across the 30 of Amity. Weigart split out to the right. Eye formation. Dyke behind Brown. I'm going to hand him Dyke. He's got the first down. 
But he is grabbed by Inman and stopped at about the 34. Wrapped up both legs, and that stopped that forward progress pretty quickly. But a good run there by uh, Dyke around the right end. Gets him out to, they're going to mark this somewhere just shy of the 35 or right at the 35. So it's close to eight, uh, three yards. Needed a yard and a half, got about three. Okay. First and ten for the Warriors. Warriors could really use a scoring drive here. Now we've got George Hatch split out to the right. Haven't seen him in the game a lot at receiver the first week. Eye formation again. Niseth in motion. Fake to Niseth. Give on the counter to Dyke, and he falls forward for about two yards. Maybe a little bit more. They're going to give him three on the play. Second and seven for the Warriors. Warriors line doing a uh, minimal job so far. Uh, we haven't seen, the, haven't seen too many big holes, that's for sure. We have not. Right now they're kind of holding their own. The running backs are having to kind of get some yardage on their own. Around the end we've been able to pick up a little bit of yardage a couple of times, but no big plays after that first run. That's Graham right. rolls left. Nothing there. He's going to keep this. Running back to the right. He gets to the sideline and out of bounds after a gain of about three or four yards. Notice who made the tackle. Right, it was Frazier running sideline to sideline there. Well, I shouldn't say that. He was running from the left end all the way out to the sideline. He had that containment on Graham. He sucked in a little bit, and then Graham saw that and was able to beat him to the corner, but uh, Frazier able to force him out after a gain of about three. Third and about three and a half for the Warriors. He was looking for uh, Josh, and they did not let Josh get out. They, they knocked him down over on that side. So obviously they've done some scouting. You watch Josh try to get out. They're, put, they're just Hatch split out to the left. Wart lined up at the right end position. Wing T formation. Nice F in motion. They toss to him. He's got a little bit of running room out there. Good block by Bernards, and he probably should have kept on going out. He had Bernards out there, and Nice F cut it back up and in, but he got the first down, and that's what really matters on this play. And Nice F shaking his head a little bit. I think he knows there was more there. He's kind of slapping his helmet a little bit. Bernards out there had a great block as he pulled from that left tackle position. And uh, I think if Niseth had gone out just a little bit further, he could have picked up maybe four or five more yards there towards the sideline because the guy that Bernards was blocking wasn't going to make the tackle. Somebody would have had to chase him down from behind. First and ten Warriors, ball at the 47-yard line of Amity. Wing T formation, Weigert split out left. Ward on the right side. Dyke in motion. They hand to Dyke. Dyke coming around Good the right block. side, trying to bounce it outside. He does to the 50. Now to the 45. Still going down the sideline to the 40 and forced out inside the 40-yard line. Cody Dyke with a uh, a very good technical run there as yeah. he used his blocks well and then broke a block or broke a tackle and then slid off another tackle. Uh, just not trying to beat people with speed, but uh, actually understanding that he was bigger than the guys trying to tackle him and really using his power. Somewhere there we go. Sorry, folks. Wire cut out again. I twitched. You, you cannot move. I twitched my thumb and we lost it. I'm holding blood, it in my left hand, trying your, to keep that wire in right. Your blood in place. pressure went up on that drive. <laughs> I'm in that run. Dyke in motion, Counter. fake to him, Fumble. and the ball's fumbled. Oh. And Keenan oh. was right there, and I don't know what happened. It looked like he was going to fall on the ball, and then he just missed it. And two purple jerseys covered it up. And guess who? Frazier with a recovery. Warriors fumble. The handoff on the counter. Very good drive. Had a good drive going, and now they turn it over on 
what is the uh, first sloppy play of the year for the Warriors. Yeah, really. He just And that was unforced. That was just total mishandoff. Somewhere between Graham and Niceth, I think, there. Just wasn't handled well. And we're going to have a timeout taken by the Warriors. So, Ron, why don't we see if we can get that board out? I got it out. It's okay, let's see. Is it plugged in? Yes. Okay. So, where is it here? We will take a quick break, fans, and see if we can't get this thing set up. Testing, testing. I, I think, folks, we are back on the air. I hope we're back on the air. It looks like it to me. We had to switch boards. Uh, in the meantime, on Alaska crossing the 50 to the 46 of the Warriors on the run. They bring Inman in motion, hand it to fake to height. Now they pitch to Inman. Inman around the right side. That's the end of the first quarter, but Inman's still going down the right sideline and forced out by Dyke at the about the 26-yard line. Gain of about 20 yards on the play for Inman, and that's the first time we've seen the option today, Ron. Yep, fake to the big horse in the middle. We'll get, it. We'll get these balances set here as we're playing with uh, on Alaska's board here. Appreciate you all being patient. <laughs> we will get it figured out. See you here if I can first quarter. Get this figured out here. After the end of the first quarter, it is 16-0 in favor of the home team on Alaska. We'll be right back. Alaska. Yeah, thank you on Alaska for getting us aboard. Appreciate their athletic director up here doing a great job. Very hospitable. We appreciate them being able to schedule us. I know it's good for them not to have to miss a game also. Both of us had cancellations here in week two of the season. And uh you know, hopefully we give them a good enough game here today that it wasn't a waste of their time. And I think uh, so far, so good. You know, the Warriors have uh, done some good things on the offensive side, but they've got to be able to put a full drive together here against this very good team. It'll be a good experience for the Warriors for sure. Bring a man in motion. Now they hand to Hate. Hate, a lot of hole there. He did not get touched for six yards, Ron, and finally brought down at the 19. Gain a seven on the play. It'll be second and, and three, and he wasn't hit for the first five yards. No. That's a really good hole. They pulled the right guard, who is uh, Frazier, who's their best lineman. They pulled they him. Penalty on them. Coach was out of the coaching box, I think. So he's, he's moving him back. Yep. They will back this up a little bit. So what was a good play is going to come back five yards from the previous line of scrimmage. Yeah. So no play. But uh, that was a very nice hole. And what they did is they pulled the right guard, Frazier, who's their best lineman, and made him the uh, lead blocker for the back coming through the hole between the, the uh, right behind the left guard. And uh, he's going to be a tough kid to handle. There's the fake handoff. The quarterback keeps it, bounces outside, and they had him. Graham brings him down at the 25-yard line. And we, he ran into the defensive lineman there, and the defensive lineman was looking at the fullback. Hey, the threat of that fullback took the attention away from the responsibilities of the defensive lineman there, and he just didn't realize that he had the quarterback right there. He didn't even try to wrap him up. I'm not sure who that was. I couldn't see the number, but it wasn't a... The Warriors have got to focus better here. It was nice. Can't go for the fakes. Number 11. Krieger back under center. Brings a man in motion. Inman fakes the toss to him. Once the throw throws down the middle, he's got a man. And... Black had no idea, but the flag in the backfield, and they're saying there's a hold against uh, against uh, on, Alaska. on Alaska, so that one is coming back. And that was not good coverage by Kane Black, though. He was down there, and he didn't know where the ball was. He didn't know where his man was, and uh, did not 
realized that he could have made a play on that ball. Would have been a touchdown had it not been a hold. But good pressure by the defense to force the hold as they got some pressure on Krager as he got ready to throw. Um, Obviously, his eyes were in the backfield on the handoff, which didn't happen. Yeah, and as a defensive back, you have to understand your responsibilities. You cannot get caught up in worrying about the run game if they've got a receiver going out for a pass. So the 10 yards will back them up and make it second and about 19 or so. Krager, talking to his backfield, comes set, fakes the handoff, wants to throw again, rolls to his right. He's under some pressure. He's going to get outside. Lost containment is right. The Warriors pile him up at the 30. Nice F sucked in a little bit there. It's just... They're, they're going for the fake. They're going for uh, making assumptions out there instead of staying with the responsibilities. And you have to understand just how quick Krager is. I mean, if, he, if he's got you one-on-one and you're not in a good position, he's going to beat you to the outside. You have to stay outside, force him back in, and let your help come. You can't just try to come up and pink that tackle one-on-one. Gain of about six on the play, third and 13. They bring him in motion, fake the toss, roll left. Good pressure on him, and he throws in the flat, and it's incomplete. Complete. Josh Wart with excellent pressure yes. on the quarterback, but the pass was still on target. The receiver just lost his focus and fell down. And I think was that was Josh's responsibility, I think, on the receiver, and Josh was coming on the blitz and got to the quarterback enough to impact the play. So it's going to be fourth and 13. Ball is at the... 29-yard line of Amity. So it looks like Onalaska will go for it with a 16-0 lead. 10.43 left to go in the first half. We'll throw it again. Well, I imagine they will. Hate the only running back behind. They fake. They throw the slant and a great job. Inman was the receiver. Dyke closed well. And even if he had caught the ball, Dyke would have knocked it loose, I think. Yeah. Excellent defense there by Cody Dyke coming from that monster safety position to break the pass up. Kind of running a quick seam route there for Inman. Pass hit him in the chest, but right as Dyke made contact and broke it loose. So I think even if Inman had been able to secure that, Dyke would have rocked him pretty hard and probably coughed it up. Warriors football taken over at their own 29-yard line, so a stop for the Warrior defense helped by a couple of penalties by Onalaska. Yeah. One holding and... Uh, one other one that we're not sure was a five-yard penalty. I think it's an inline. I mean, Graham under center, hands off to Brown. Brown plows ahead for a yard and a half. Ball across the 30. It'll be second and a long eight. Warriors could use to put together a nice long drive here. They had to drive last time. I mean, had it going until yeah. they fumbled the handoff. Yeah. Hatch brings the play in from the sideline. Warriors on that offensive line have their work cut out for them against a very athletic and good-sized defensive line of Onalaska. Hatch split out left. Wharton slot on the right. Dyke split out to the right. Graham rolls to his right. Looking downfield. Good coverage. Hits Wart. That's going to be a first down across the 40 out of bounds of the 44-yard line. But good coverage. They had every receiver covered. That was just a nice throw and catch there by Graham and Wart. But it wasn't an easy one in terms of uh, the coverage being uh, poor by Onalaska. They were right there and able to push Ward out of bounds after a short gain following the catch. But enough for a first down for the Warriors. They move it out to the 44-yard line of Amity, first and 10. <clears throat> if they're going to have uh, 
basically nine guys within two yards of the scrimmage we need to throw. Going to have to do it. They bring Niceth in motion. Graham on the keeper, wrapped no. up, brought down, guess, maybe a yard. Guess who? Who's on that tackle, Ron? That would be number 57, Frazier. <laughs> He's pretty active up there. He is a, a man among boys. Jake Bernard is a big, strong kid, uh, but this kid's built differently. Uh, this guy looks like he's 20 years old, not 17. Warriors break the huddle. Because he came from clear the other side of the line, caught Graham from behind. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty lean 240. Mm -hmm. uh, very solidly built. He's at the left defensive end now. Graham under center brings Dyke in motion. Hands off to him. Dyke trying to get outside. He's hit once. Now he lowers his shoulder and plows ahead for a couple more yards. It'll be third and seven, I believe. Gain of two. Yeah, it's a real bad mismatch on that side because uh, you got uh, Dylan Smith, who is big, but uh, he's not quick. And 57, Frazier can basically outman him. Well, I'll tell you who 57 reminds me of is the kid from Nyssa. Yeah. If you remember their middle linebacker. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I'm trying to remember his name. That other good kid from, um, other kid from uh, Neocani. Rainier. Oh, Rainier, yeah, Neocani. We've seen a few of these types of kids, and this, uh, the Fraser kid is right there with these other ones in terms of uh, being a mismatch compared to most high school kids. Graham wants to throw, looking at the down deep Gosh. to Wart, and overthrows him. They tackled him, and there was contact all the way down the field there. And Wart, Wart talking to the official about it. They tackled uh, him off the line of scrimmage. He, well, he and, basically and, got tackled, and he was being bumped 10, 15 yards downfield. It's going to be fourth and seven for the Warriors. We're punt. Ron's predicting a punt here. Well, ball's on your own side of the field. It would probably be a wise thing to do with eight minutes and one second left to go here in the first half down 16-0. Play some field position at least. As they, they moved the ball too good to give them 30 yards. At least we could get that off a punt. But it doesn't look not, like a punt formation to me. Dyke is on a wing. Brown behind Graham. Graham. Going to throw it. Rolls to his right, under pressure, overthrows Black, incomplete. Boy, he got creamed. And Graham too. just got drilled in the backfield there. He just, they had penetration right away. A couple of guys coming unblocked. They blitzed that from the right side. And Graham really with no chance to set his feet and throw the ball downfield at all. Uh, you can hear Logan next door talking. When Josh is on the line of scrimmage and trying to get out for a pass, they basically tackle him. They're not letting him get away from the line of scrimmage. They've, they've scouted. They know what's going on. So we've got a timeout taken by the Warriors. Their third timeout here of the first half. Just yeah. under eight minutes ago. We'll take a quick break, Ron. We'll be right back. This is Amity Warrior Football. Welcome back, Warrior fans, wherever you are this afternoon. Here on this beautiful Saturday here on Alaska, Washington, where the Warriors trail the loggers with 7.59 left to go in the first half, 16-0. to zero. And uh, Joel took a timeout right there just to talk to the head referee about uh, the manhandling of his tight end as he's trying to come off the line and release for passes, Ron. Yeah. He, uh, he's, I would say that he's gone out for four passes and been tackled three out of the four. He caught the one that he, that he was allowed to get out. And so that's kind of stifled the Warriors passing game a little bit here when you can't get your best target uh, free of the defense. On Alaska takes over from the Warrior 47. They hand off to Haight right up the middle, and he bowls ahead. McMullen in on the tackle, tripping him up a little bit, I think. 
Picks up about four yards, second and six coming up for the loggers. And hates just a load. I mean, he hits that hole with a full head of steam. There's always a hole there, first of all. He hits it hard, and he falls forward if you do trip him up. There's no going backwards. This time they toss to Inman. Inman's got a little hole. He gets across the 40. Nice tackle by Dyke there as they have a nice collision. Inman, 5'11", 175. Good athlete, though, runs well. They'll send him out for passes as well. Dyke's met up with him a couple of times now. Third and two. Ball at the 39 of Amity. But they won't pass this drive. <laughs> I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot last, last drive, passing twice. Well, the 16-0 lead, it gave them a chance to work on some things probably that they need to see uh, how a team will defend that. Krager mm-hmm. or Kager under center. Krager brings a man in motion. Now sends him back to the right side. That's Lawrence. Yeah, and we've got time. delay a game. Shoot themselves in the foot again. They're going to back up five yards. It's going to be third and seven. So they nullify Inman's run there. <clears throat> they give those five yards back. I'm not sure what Craig was waiting for there. He brought Lawrence in motion, then sent him back over to the right side, and then still waited a couple more seconds, and it was too late. Hate and Inman behind Krager. Krager hands to Hate right up the no, middle. Wrapped up. Nice, nice tackle this time. Right in on that tackle, number 32, Enrique Martinez, 5'10", 190, sophomore, wrapped up, hate right around the waist, and then got a little help. Nice job by Enrique. Enrique, solidly built kid. Nice to see him getting some playing time in there, making a tackle against a really tough runner. Fourth and five, two yards on the play. It might be putting. Kind of looks like they're bringing in a wholesale shift here, yeah. and it looks like Haight is your punter. So they're going to punt on fourth and five. I wouldn't. That's I'd, a, I'd again, it's sure. a chance for them to practice something. I'd make sure that he's punting. There's the deep snap. He rolls to his right, kicks it off. It's partially blocked. That ball's loose, hits at the 30, rolls down inside the 20 anyway, and to the 14-yard line. But somebody got a hand on that coming in. Might have been Russell Brown. Who that was, but somebody came in, got a little hand on it, a fingertip on it anyway. But it came off of his fingertip with a nice forward motion, end over end. And so when it hit the ground, it really kicked forward. 5.48 left to go in the first half. 16-0 on Alaska leads Amity. Amity now taking over at their own 14-yard line, almost the 15. We'll call it the 15. First and 10 there for the Warriors. They break their huddle. Weigert split out wide to the right. Wart lined up just off, split out just a little bit, kind of a mini split, an eye formation. And they're going to hand gonna to... Going to hand Dyke. that ball to Dyke, and Dyke plows ahead for about two. Now, Wart was blocking that time, so not surprising that he ended up on the ground. He's trying to he's, throw a block. Uh, he's going to have a hard, hard time getting out anyway because they put three people up. There's a guy head up on him, and then there's a stack linebacker, and then the corner's right over the top of him. Well, it's going to be incumbent then upon Black and Dyke to be making some catches, right? Yes. If yeah. you're going to focus two or three guys on taking away the number one receiver, those other guys have got to step up, run their routes well. Now Nice has splits out wide to See? the left Watch. and Black into the slot. Warts on the right tight end. Brown set right behind in the fullback position. Counter. Nope. Hand off to Dyke, and he's stacked up after a gain of one. It's going to be third and five. <clears throat> so Dyke's slow to get up, too, on this one. 
kind of kneeling by the ball there. And then I think he took a shot to the head maybe or the face, kind of holding his head kind of funny, maybe a shoulder. It's kind of hard to say, but he's holding his head kind of awkwardly. I think it must it be a shoulder. I think it hit in the face. You think it got through? Yeah, he's holding it, maybe a poke in the eye. Poke in the eye. Yeah, he's kind of holding that eye as he comes off. Happens sometimes in the middle of that pile. The, here's the deal. they got this Caden uh, Allison, 6'4", 210, plays wherever uh, Josh Wart lines up. That he plays head up on him. And then they stack a linebacker right behind him, and then they have the safety right behind him. So he, to get Josh open, he's got to get through three guys. Watch 88. He'll go to Josh's side. You know, and I've said it for years, Ron, that a defense can take away anything they want to take away, but they have to give you something else in yeah. doing that. You have to figure out what they're giving you. Now black split out to the right. I formation. He's going to yeah. drop. There's He's a open. throw. He's, He's got open. black on the right side. Overthrows him by about a yard. And there's a flag. They're going to say there was a hold in there. So maybe Joel Lobbying got himself a call. They throw this flag at the 48-yard uh, line of Amity. Black was working against double coverage. He okay. had uh, tally, tally and Lawrence on him. What's that, Ron? I definitely bumped him when the ball was in the air. I mean, did he... I'm going to move it out to the 50, and so... Well, no, it would be 50. Oh, it's going to be a hold. 10, though. So it's not pass interference. It's holding. That's interesting, but yeah. it's it was when the ball was in the air, so I would think that's P.I. And so... 10 yards. They're going to move that up to the 30-yard line. 10-yard penalty from the previous spot of the foul, and the Warriors will have a first down on a penalty. We'll take that. <clears throat> Warriors line up with Brown, the setback in the wing tee formation, and Weigert split out left. Wart lined up on the right end of the line. Graham under center. Fakes the toss, hands off to Brown right up the middle. He's got a little bit of room. He's going to pick up about five yards on that, coming right behind the right guard. <clears throat> that was a fake toss to the motion back, Logan Grove. And that drew the defense just enough, made him hesitate just a little bit and gave Brown the opportunity he needed to pick up five yards. Second and five, ball at the 40 or the 35-yard line of Amity. This time they split out <clears throat> Kane Black on the left slot and Niceth out wide left. Graham dropped, rolls, looking, looking, he's going to run. And he lowers got his it. shoulder, and I think he might have got the first down. We'll see where they mark him out over there on the far sideline. Keenan hops back up. I'm going to say they're about a uh, yard short, I think. Keep short. I thought he dove. Nice up. job by Keenan. Well, we couldn't tell where he crossed out of bounds there with any part of his body and <clears throat> when the ball was out of bounds. They mark it a yard short, third and one from the 39-yard line. So a nice job by Keenan not to force anything on the offensive end. Take what the defense gives you. 325 and counting to go. Second quarter, 16-0 on Alaska. Warriors trying to put some points on the board here in the first half. Graham under center, wing T formation, Weigert out left. Graham hands to Brown. Brown hit and dropped. First down. By number nine and number 50, that's... Mazingo, 5'9", 145, and Hamilton, 5'10", 160, and they drop Brown right there. But it was enough for a first down. Gets across the 40 to the 42-yard line, first and 10, Amity. 
We're going to fill the bogs. I don't think we can grind one out on these guys. We Our longest game is... Uh, that was the first run of the game. We got a 16-yard run and a yeah, and a 13-yard pass. Those are our long, longest gains. And this is a well-coached defense, though. I mean, they're where they're supposed to be. We have not fooled them very much. Cody Dyke had a 14-yard run. Graham under center now. This time, Wart split out wide to the right. Fake the toss, give to Brown, and he's Oof. hit by two guys in the backfield. One of those is number 50, and the other one is number 53. So 50 in on another tackle. That's Hamilton. And 53 is a sophomore, Aiden Reedman, uh, 6'3", 210. Those two guys were almost there to take the handoff from Keenan. So the offensive line not doing what they need to do. And that was a, both of those guys came from the right side. So it's the left side of the line that time. And I don't know if that was the blocking scheme if somebody else was supposed to slide in there. But uh, Warriors not doing their job there. This time they tossed him. Cody. Cody. Cody across the 45 to the 50. Still going. He's got the first down. Cody Dyke. Ground caused the fumble. Damn. They're going to say right at the first down marker. First down, Warriors. An 11, 10 and a half yard run by Cody Dyke. What a great job. That's uh, probably his most impressive run of the game. Well, he had a he had a 14 yard run back here in the on the second drive. Well, I didn't say longest. I said most impressive because okay, okay. he You're had right. to work to get that one. He You're had right. to he had to really fight through some traffic and. And he just was determined to get to that first down marker. But a nice run by Cody there. Coming back in after getting poked in the eye. Wart split out wide to the right this time. They bring Dyke in motion. Counter. Counter to Nyseth. And he's going to get a yard. Maybe a yard and a half. Going to bring up third or second and long. Under a minute 50 to go now in the first half. They're linebackers. They've got some studs. Well, they're always in the right spot, aren't they? 33. 50. Hamilton. Uh, hate the hate the senior. Oh, they're good athletes too, and they're disciplined. I mean, this is a confident team. They're they're competing for a state title this year and one of the favorites. This time, Wart split out wide to the right, black in the left slot. They toss to Dyke. Dyke again around that right side. A little bit of room. He's finding a hole over there, and he gets about nine yards. I think eight or nine yards is going to be a first down again as they stop the clock with a minute fourteen to go to move the chains. Cody Dyke. Warriors have found something that works there on that right side as the toss to Dyke is is uh, finding some room. Well, you've got uh, Frazier over on that side who's taken a real inside slant on Brown. And if you get a good block on, uh, on uh, 88, Ellison, you can get that corner. Have Ellison out there on Ward. Yeah, this Ellison, is, a good athlete. This will be interesting. I got Ward split out to the right. A handoff to Brown up the middle. He stumbles forward for about three yards. Second and seven coming up. Under a minute to go and no timeouts for the Warriors though, Ron. Yeah, I used them all. And so this is going to require some quick quick play calling. They've got to get up to the line. And I think they've got to take a couple shots at the end zone here pretty too, quick. Right now it's too slow. At the defense transitioning linemen here as they bring number 70 Barrera back into the game at nose tackle. Graham under center with 33 seconds. Have to throw that thing. Hands off to Nyseth, Oof. and he is stacked up and dropped, and I think that might end up being the last play of the half if the Warriors don't hurry. Black runs one in from the sideline, Weigert out. They need to get up to the line, 18 seconds and counting. They break the huddle. They hustle up. They're going to get one this more playoff here play. if they hurry. 10 seconds. Graham under center. Might get two if this is a quick pass and it's incomplete. Graham. Fumbles Fumble. the snap, drops, 
Rolls, still scrambling for his life here. Now he throws Wide. deep. He's oh, got Black. Oh, it's intercepted at the five. He underthrew Black there. And the return man still going out across the 25 and now wrapped up and brought down at the 28-yard line. That was intercepted by number 20, Gunner Talley. That ball just, Graham couldn't get it that far. He was scrambling for his life, running to his right, and having a throw on the run. Just couldn't get enough on it to get it to the end zone. And so we go into halftime with the Warriors trailing 16-0 to Onalaska, Washington. This is Amity Warrior Football. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Warrior fans. Jeff Clark and Ron Huber coming to you from Onalaska, Washington, where the Warriors trail one of the top-ranked schools of a similar size to the Warriors here in Washington, Onalaska Loggers. Loggers with a 16-0 lead at halftime. And uh, Onalaska with a couple of nice drives early in this game, uh, led by their fullback, Haight, who has 63 yards. And he's just been a bruiser up the middle for Onalaska. Warriors really haven't had a good answer for him. And then the quarterback, uh, number 15, Lucas Krager, another senior, and he has 86 yards rushing, 57 of those coming on one quarterback keeper. And that's been most of the damage. Uh, really, those two guys, uh, when Onalaska has gone to uh, the pass, which they did on one drive in the second quarter, they really didn't have any success at all. Uh, had a couple of big penalties and some incomplete passes. They had a holding penalty that pulled them back and then a delay of game. And on another drive and uh, just kind of shooting themselves in the foot a little bit. Had a, both a delay and a holding on the same drive late in the second quarter. Warriors took over, but didn't have any timeouts and just could not move the ball down the field quick enough. Warriors um, in the uh, first half, Russell Brown with 30 yards rushing, Cody Dyke with 46, and Keenan with uh, one pass completed to Josh Ward for 13 yards is all here in this game. And uh, the real challenge for the Warriors, of course, is... Uh, you don't really want to show anything uh, that's a much of a creative adjustment that you might make if it were uh, an important game. But this game really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. You want to make sure of a couple of things. Number one, you get out of here without any injuries. And number two, that you get a chance to uh, work on your execution against a good team. And this is a good team. This is a, as good as probably any team will face. It'll be right up there with Rainier or anybody else that we face this year in terms of size, good speed, uh, excellent execution overall. Uh, their blocking is good. Uh, defensive line play is, and linebacker play for this Onalaska team is outstanding, Ron. Well, they're good offensive players. are their best defensive players and studs. But our two, we had two good drives. We had a, a drive in the uh, second quarter that we self-destructed, had a fumble. And then this last one, we just ran out of time and no timeouts. We used our, used our timeouts uh, to try to correct some defense, two times to correct what we were doing defensively, and then one time to try to uh, educate the referees about um, the holding that was going serious, on. We got, and we got a play serious, call, right? We got a uh, penalty call right after that. A serious holding, call. holding on our, on our best receiver. So, uh, you know, and so what we see here, we talked about this early in the game on Alaska has got about five really good athletes uh, and they play both ways. And uh, those five guys are making a lot of plays for them out there. And the Warriors haven't yet figured out quite how to deal with that without getting tricky uh, doing anything too creative. And again, Joel doesn't want to show anything that he might need uh, to make an adjustment for. He doesn't want to put anything on tape that might give an inside um, understanding to how he might make adjustments to a similar type of defense later in the year. Excuse sure me. looks like we we have the ability to pass if he just gets his eyes off of, off of uh, Josh 
and can see the other couple guys because they're committing eight guys to within two yards of the line of scrimmage. So it's going to be hard for Russell Brown. And like you said, they are <clears throat> totally committed to not letting Josh beat them. Yeah. Um, obviously, they watched a little film, knew what to expect from Josh downfield, and they've done a good job of really uh, dealing with him with two, sometimes three guys, yeah, they stack uh, whatever the, needs. They stack the defensive end head up on him. They stack a linebacker right behind him, which is a pretty good athlete, and then they uh, have the safety on that side stack right there. So he's got to get through three guys. Within the first four yards of line scrimmage. Well, and what we know about uh, high school receivers, even in big schools uh, where they are really specialists, is that they're not typically great route runners yet. Route running, even at the college level, is pretty suspect. You see that when guys transition to the pros. It's uh, the guys who can run routes are the guys who can actually get open in the pros, and most of them can't run routes when they come into the NFL. Well, you have let to. alone a small high school. You don't expect Josh to be able to run, you know, five or six different high-level routes to be able to get himself open against different coverages. That's not, you know, that's not his strength as a receiver at this point in his life. Well, good defenses, no matter what level of play, are going to try to make you work to get off the line of scrimmage, uh, college or or NFL. If you got a good receiver. First thing you want to do is slow him off the line of yep. scrimmage. And then you bracket him. You put a second guy on. You take away some of the cuts. I know uh, as a Cowboys fan <clears throat> uh, last year or two years ago uh, when Dak Prescott was in his second year, uh, teams realized that his favorite receiver to go to is Cole Beasley, and they didn't feel threatened by other receivers out there. And so teams in the NFL would start to bracket Beasley and really make it hard for him even as an elite slot receiver in the NFL, very hard for him to get open mm-hmm. and uh, – you know, you can do that to a receiver, and that's what we're seeing out here is they've determined to take Josh out of this passing game. And as a result of that, the Warriors uh, haven't been able to move the ball much down the field. So we'll see what kind of adjustments Joel makes. I don't think he'll make any huge adjustments. I think right now he's probably happy with his team's effort. Um, on Alaska has been a little self-destructive on a couple of their drives, and the Warriors have benefited from that. I know Joel would like to just see a well-executed defensive and offensive game plan here uh, without having to really do anything too creative. They need to get some better uh, linebacker. We need to get some better linebacker play because uh, uh, Hate gets a pretty good head of steam, <laughs> and the linebackers are... you got to meet him in the hole. Yeah. We're, we're meeting him three, four yards downfield, and then he's going to take you for a ride when you do that. Yeah. And then your defensive ends can't commit to that because uh, guess what? Here comes the quarterback on and those were the two good runs that he had. Absolutely. If you bite in too hard from the side to help out, uh, the quarterback will keep the ball, and uh, Krager will make you pay for that. All right, we're going to take a break for a few minutes. We'll be back with the start of the second half. Enjoy some music. This is Amity Warrior Football. We'll be back in a few minutes. Welcome back, Warrior fans here. A couple minutes to go before the start of the third quarter. Warriors trailing the Onalaska Loggers 16-0 to here at Onalaska, Washington, just south of Chehalis. Uh, a little bit into the east. And uh, Warriors really dealing with, uh, we talked about this, about five really good athletes on that on Alaska side of the ball. Um, we can we kind of suspected some of them coming into the game, but we've had a chance to have that confirmed for us. Uh, starts with the quarterback, uh, number 15, Lucas Krager, who's a senior. Uh, and then you move on to Ashton Haight, who's the fullback, a senior, six foot 205. Uh, and then you have... Uh, Number 57, Alex Frazier, who just dominates that line at 6'4", 240, both sides of the ball. He's just a beast. Uh, number 88, Caden Allison, a 6'4", 210-pound tight end defensive end, and really it's on the defensive side of the ball where he's made his presence known. And I'm missing one person here. Oh, 40, uh, Hazen Inman, 
uh, 5'11", 175-pound uh, running back, defensive back, who's also a senior. So senior, 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 senior. They've got uh, four seniors and a junior that are their best athletes, uh, and that's why they're going to contend this year in the state of Washington is because they've got those five studs. Uh, they've got experience. They're three- and four-year starters for them. Uh, they've been to the semifinals, and they're returning, you know, kind of the critical critical guys back to this team. And uh, they can run the ball. There's no question about it. And they can they can run it right at you, and they can stop the run. And that's uh, two big keys, obviously, in football is to be able to control the game uh, via that line of scrimmage. And so far, their line has been better than our line on both sides of the ball. Yeah, our offensive line is, uh, I think, our inexperience really shown this week. Last week, we kind of... Uh, Got by with some good pass blocking, but um, th- th- their their defensive line has uh, made it pretty tough for Keenan to get any time to throw. And uh, offensively, we've not gotten any blow off at all. There's it, it, it totally not got off uh, any sort of run. If we if we got a run, it's been outside. Yeah, really, our best running has been Cody Dyke around the right side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel's found something there that seems to work. Warriors will get the kickoff here. They will receive to start the third quarter. Some freshmen on the field there. I see at least one because I see my son out there up on the front of the line, lined up at the 50-yard line here on this kick return. I don't know if we've got some other young guys out there or not right now. Back deep to receive for the Warriors, Wyatt Hatch. And the up guys uh, look like Grove and... Can't see who the other one is. It's That'd be Luke Johnston, that 14. 14 yeah. I can't see if the number there. They kick a line drive. Logan Grove going to field it. They're going to have a penalty Offsides here. Offsides again. Yep. They uh, yeah. are getting across the line of the ball, the 40-yard line, before the kicker is making contact with the ball. In the NFL, they've outlawed that run-up. Yeah. You know, everybody has to stand still until the ball is kicked. Uh, NFL is determined to eliminate the kickoff little by little, I think, from their games. This one will back up to the 35, and they'll try kicking it again. Logan was going to get a decent return out of that, I think. He would have been back close to the 45 probably because he was going to catch that ball in the air on a run. This guy's not going to beat you with a – I mean, we need to run up and catch that short kick and not let it bounce around. And that's what kills you is that extra two or three seconds to pick the ball up. Mm -hmm. And George's – or Wyatt. Wyatt's way too deep. Kick ready again. Whitehead. Out of bounds. Hits this one out of bounds. Warriors will start their 40, and that's maybe the worst kick I've ever seen out of bounds right there. And, uh, I mean, he, that ball went out of bounds maybe before it got to the 40-yard line. I don't know. He just kicked that one off the side of the foot kind of. So the Warriors will start at their own 40. First and 10 there. See if they can put some sort of drive together. They had a little momentum going there in that second quarter on the offensive end, just not able to quite finish those drives. Costly turnover uh, earlier in the game when they had a f- uh, fumbled handoff between, I think it was Dylan Nyseth and, and uh, Keenan Graham. Uh-huh. And I think you're right. I think we got, no, nope, Keenan's still under center. I couldn't tell by where he was in the huddle there. So Joel not going to switch it up yet. Though if he decides to give uh, Kane Black some reps in this game at quarterback, it wouldn't be a bad thing simply because, it, you know, it's not a game you're concerned about trying to win in order to compete for a league championship in Oregon. Going to hand off to Dyke, going right. Got a good and block on he gets a nice stiff arm out there, and he breaks it across the 45 to about the 48. That's uh, Cade Lawrence, 5'11", uh, 160-pound defensive back, trying to tackle uh, 
Cody Dyke out there, and Cody just using that left stiff arm there to hold him off and pick up another four yards before the help came. If uh, That play was very successful because Russell Brown got, they faked the ball to him, he goes through, and he got an excellent block on, uh, on Frazier. And Frazier's the key. Yes. <laughs> if you get a block on Frazier and keep him out of the play, that's huge because he is a, a wrecking ball out there. Second and two from the 48-yard line for the Warriors. Wing T formation, black split left. Toss to Dyke again. They're going to try it again. again. And again, he gets the first down. This time it's Inman coming across to wrap him up. Inman flowing to the ball very well from his defensive back position. He's a good athlete. But Dyke picks up about four yards, three yards on the play. I, got I think it's four. three. Yeah, they're marking it at the 49. Three yards. Okay. First and 10 for the Warriors inside Logger territory. So a good start here. They've picked up 11 yards on three plays. Lugging away. Wart lined up on the left side of the line. Slightly split. High formation. Dyke behind Brown. Weigert out to the right. Or a hatch out to the right. Oh. They go to Dyke. Trying to go right off the guard on the right side. And there was nothing there. He loses about a half a yard. Second and 11. Good penetration there by the defensive line of the loggers. Sun coming out here in Alaska, Just the slightest of breezes. A beautiful day here. Perfect for football. Shouldn't see the cramping that we saw last <laughs> week. No. Warriors in their wing T formation, but two wideouts. Weigert on the left. Wart splits out on the right. And a hand to Niseth coming around the left side. He is stacked up and still on his feet, and they blow it dead. He was breaking loose out of that pile. They're going to give him about five yards on the carry. Four and a half yards. It's going to be out to the 45-yard line. It's going to be third and six now for the Warriors. Kane Black running the play in from the sideline. Warriors going right to left in front of us here. We're behind the logger sideline up in the booth. Excellent view. We're about 15 feet higher than Amity. It is very nice. No complaints about it at all. Warriors and wing T with black split left. Bring Dyke in motion. Hand to Dyke. Dyke going right. He's, oh, and he got tripped up at about the 45. Dove ahead for a couple of yards. Somebody got just a shoelace in there. Number four. Made a nice play. Just dove in and tripped him up. Cade Lawrence. And Dyke with his eyes up. Didn't see him coming in from the side. Tripped up, fell forward. It's going to be fourth and four. Oh, those burgers smell good. Burgers and dogs it's wafting up here. Smells fantastic. I'm looking forward to a little dinner after this, Ron. Warriors go three wides now. Two on the right, one on the left. Oh, There's a fumbled snap. Graham picks it up, rolls to his right. Wants to look downfield. There's nothing there. He's going to run it. No, now he's going to throw it, and it's incomplete. We've got an offensive. We've got an interference, and it's going to be on number 88, uh -oh, Josh. Allison. Keep your head, Josh. Josh, Josh trying to fight through that. Josh is pretty fired he, up he, out there. Pretty fired up. You know what? He loses his, he loses his composure. He gets well, and I think what happened, they threw the flag, and Allison started clapping real hard. Yeah. And I think Josh heard that and didn't react very favorably no. to that because he thought he was uh, maybe showing him up a little bit there. But it's going to be a, should be a pass interference. I'm not sure. So they're going to mark this off. And so it's going to be 10 from the, from the original line of scrimmage, I guess. Nope, 15. 15. 
I don't understand what the call was. Was that pass interference? Yeah. Pass interference. Logan? P.I. So, pass interference, 15-yard penalty from the original line of scrimmage, not the spot of the foul. No, that's NFL. So, Warriors get a first down out of that on a broken play there. Graham had fumbled the snap, rolled out to his right after picking it up, wanted to run, then wanted to pass, threw it, and Josh and the broken play there got interfered with. They tossed to Grove. Grove trying to go right. Grove picks nice. his way through traffic and gets himself about five or six yards there. Logan Grove, the sophomore, with a nice run. Watched him run in the JV game last week. Uh, on uh, Monday, and he does a very good job of picking his way through traffic and following his blocks. He doesn't try to do anything fancy. He has some speed. I think he's uh, a little quicker than uh, Nyseth. And part of it is, you know, it's hard to overrate how patience helps a running back. Mm -hmm. But he, 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 when he saw the hole, he put it up, he went up through there good. He didn't try to force the action, but took advantage of what was blocked. Mm -hmm. Did a good job there. Warriors with two wideouts. Russell. Going to hand off to Brown right up the middle. He plows ahead for a couple of hard yards. It's going to be third and two. Maybe a yard and a half on the play. Tackle by Frazier. Ball at the 20-yard line <laughs> of the Loggers. Yeah, Frazier's going to have 20 tackles in this game, I'm sure, before it's all said and done. He's breathing pretty hard out there, too. I can see him huffing. Mm-hmm. But he looks like a pretty well-conditioned athlete playing both ways. Plays right guard for him on offense and plays... Uh, this left defensive end position on the defensive side. Going to hand oh off my. to Niseth. Niseth gets what's blocked across the 20, down close to the 16-yard line. That'll be enough for a first down. Yeah. Warriors pick up the first down. Niseth not doing anything fancy. He covered that ball up with both hands and made sure he got the yardage. It was blocked there. McMullen out pulling, I think, on the left side. And the Warriors pick up a first down ball at the 16-yard line of Onalaska. Warriors with a chance to cut this to a one-score game here. If they can finish this drive with a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Down 16-0, 6.40 to go in the third quarter. Graham under center. Brings Dyke in motion. Hands to Dyke, trying to go right. Nope. And (laughs) I'll tell you who's going to be sore after this game is Cade Lawrence, number four. Lawrence is 5'11", 160 pounds, and he's had to make about six tackles now on Dyke one-on-one. And that time he just dropped down, wrapped up, and got run over as Dyke fell ahead for about a yard. But Lawrence in good position there to keep Dyke from being able to turn that into a bigger gain. Weigert splits out wide left, Wart to the right, wing T formation, Dyke on the left, Brown behind Graham, Nice up on the right. Graham takes the snap, runs forward himself, and he's got a keeper all the way inside the 10-yard line. Picks up about six or seven yards on the play. It's going to bring up third and a couple. Keenan Graham, nice job. Just followed his right guard there, which is, uh, I believe, Nick McMullen. But the, Went right behind Nick. Taking advantage of what they're trying to stop. They're trying to stop that off-tackle and outside stuff. Nobody's in the middle, and I'm sure McGill called that play. It was quarterback's keep all the way. That'll keep your linebackers mm-hmm. at home. home. At home. Warriors back in a wing tee with black split left. Bring Dyke in motion. Hand to Dyke going right. Lowers his shoulder. And I think he's going to be close to the first down. It's either going to be fourth and inches or a first and goal. Where do they spot the ball? They gonna, spot it short. They're going to measure. So we're going to have a timeout on the field by the official. 
I think that I can't tell because the chains sit back from the yard markers. Mm -hmm. Unless you're looking straight down at them, you can't see, but it must be close enough. Half a football. We They're going to bring it out. Half a football. So either fourth and a couple inches or a first down. We'll see here as they get the chain oh, crew man. out. I think he's I'm short wrong. by about four or five inches, Half six a inches. short. <laughs> so, Warriors, what do you call here, Ron? Do you go right back to, to Keenan Graham on the quarterback dive? Six foot, three inches. Long, runs hard, doesn't weigh much. Do you go to Brown? I think they're going to suspect Brown, right? Yeah. Do you go Dyke around the right side? What do you What do you call? I don't think you go wide. Wide is always dangerous because one guy penetrates, he blows up the play. So they're going to split Dyke out into the left slot. They got Brown behind Graham. Uh, and Graham may read. Quarterback. Boy, they got 72 nobody. and 70 in there. They've got about 500. They got about 600 pounds at the two defensive tackles there. But Fourth out, and inches. They're not over Pappas, though. Pappas is uncovered. And I think that's where you go. If you're the quarterback, you go right behind your center. Yeah. Graham? Yep. He does that? Oh, and he is stuffed. 70. That no, is. No, 40. No, 40. Linebacker. Inman came on a blitz. Linebacker. And they're going to stuff Graham on the quarterback keep. Yeah. Turnover on downs. You know, I think he had three options there. But they, it wouldn't have mattered if it was Brown or him because they brought that blitz right there. Yeah, blitz. The only thing that would have worked there would have been a quick toss to get away from that because they were bringing that run blitz right through the A-gap. Or a quick pass to Josh. I'm sure Graham could have got out of the way long enough to set his feet. Inman coming unblocked from that linebacker position. So Onalaska takes over at their own seven-yard line, loss of one on that play. They go to Hate. Hate hit in the backfield, falls forward. Well, it wasn't hit in the backfield. He was hit behind the, the line. But the line had moved two yards before he got hit. He picks up about three and a half yards on the play. It's going to be second and six or seven. That line of scrimmage is moving our defensive, or their offensive line is moving that line of scrimmage into our defensive line consistently. They're getting a good push. There's the counter. They hand off to, I think it's Inman on the carry. Nope, that's hate again. Hate picks up about another four yards, five yards. They're going to say he got first enough for down. first down on it. Wow. Didn't look like it from where I was, but first and ten, ball out to the 17-yard line. That's our first first down for a while, several drives. Right? So since the first quarter. No, it's right in the start of the second quarter. No. And we're going to have an official's timeout taken on the field as they were trying to shift players on and off. we got an equipment thing. That's what's going on. Enrique having to leave. He's got a helmet problem. And so they're going to sub him out. The Warriors are ready to go. Into the game for the Warriors, Braxton Morgan. And the Warriors are ready to go now. First and 10 from their own 17-yard line. Loggers with the ball. Their first drive of the second half, 4-15 and counting to go, third quarter. Krager under center, brings a man in motion, hands to Inman. Inman with some room to run out across the 25-yard line to about the 26. It's going to bring up second and one after a nine-yard dive right off of left guard there. Lucas May into the game for the Warriors, subs out Braxton Morgan.
Second and one for the loggers. Ball at the 26, oh, and we've got them. a false start. It's on them. As their offensive line jump there. So that'll back them up five yards. Lucas Lucas uh, May coming in at that nose tackle position. He kind of switched. He went to switch sides mm -hmm. of the center, and when he flinched, their right guard, Frazier, also flinched. And the Warriors back them up five yards. Second and six now for the loggers. Warriors shifting around a little bit in their 3-3 defense. I form, uh, not an I formation, two running backs behind the quarterback. Hands off to Inman. Inman, Fumble. ball loose. Fumble. Ball loose. Warriors have it. It's picked up by Cody Dyke. Dyke. Who else? Dyke is always around the ball, and Inman came flying through the line. There was a good hole there, and somebody just reached in and poked that ball out from the side. No way of seeing who it was from here. And Cody Dyke picks up the fumble. Cody Dyke is always Johnny on the spot when that ball is loose. He's always around it. Great nose for the ball. Dylan Smith checking into the game for the Warriors. We playing right tackle, I believe. Need to, need to take advantage of this field position for sure. Yep. Warriors with the ball at the 23-yard line of the Loggers. They split Weigert out wide left. Wart split out to the right on the short side of the field. We're going to hand off to oh. Dylan Nyseth, oh, nice and he is wrapped up and brought down in the backfield by number 50, Spencer Hamilton, too much junior linebacker. He just Way came too much flying through untouched. Yeah. Nyseth was looking for some somewhere to run around that left side, and he got tackled almost from behind. It's, it's too slow. That's too slow of a play. We don't get any blocking in that. Well, and I don't know whose responsibility it is. I don't know if Nyseth needs to get out quicker or if somebody should have picked up uh, Hamilton coming through there, but he came through untouched. Now the Warriors black to the left, Wart to the right. Graham going to pass, drops, hit, Ooh. fumbles, and ball recovered by the Warriors. Cody Dyke. Cody Dyke comes up with it. Boy, he and uh, Frazier both going for that ball. Frazier couldn't hang on to it. Dyke got it. So Graham hit as he went to throw, and again, penetration coming right up that middle. And the Warriors' offensive line looking a little confused as they come back to the huddle as Jake Bernard's trying to help guys understand what they need to do to make sure that doesn't happen. He and Yoakum talking about it. You got a sophomore center. You got a sophomore guard. You got a junior Guard. Junior right yep. guard, sophomore played. left guard. And that, that played. Yep, that middle of the line just, is, is getting educated. They're just getting beat. <laughs> right off the ball, they're getting beat. Now they go in line with the tight end on the right side. Going to hand to Dyke going right. Nowhere to go. They read that one. Bounces off one guy, wrapped up and taken down. And that was the uh, defensive end, Allison, Allison, getting off the block on the right tackle there and making the play. He got off of, I don't know if that was Dylan Smith who had the block on him initially, but he got off of there. Made the play. Fourth and about 25 to go for the Warriors. As they've had a fumble. Uh, there was a tackle for a loss, a fumble, and then another tackle for a loss. Warriors moving the wrong way here. They started out with that great field position at the 23-yard line, and they haven't had a positive play on this drive. But I think they're going to throw the ball here. They've been able to pick up a couple of pass interference calls. Well, a pass interference and a holding. They're going to go three wide receivers here as Josh moves out into the slot. 
Graham rolls, gets a little protection, Time. throws deep. He's Time. got Josh in double-triple coverage. Time. He makes the catch inside the five. Josh Ward with a fantastic catch. Down to the two-yard line. He was triple-covered back there, and it doesn't matter. The super tight end goes up, all six six of him, comes down with it, lands hard on his back, but he pops up after a second, makes a huge catch. How many yards on that, Ron? 33 yards. So Keenan Graham throws a good ball that time. He had, had time, good protection. He had, he had time to throw it. And put it up where Josh can go up and come down with yeah. it. Yeah. Ward's just a beast to cover out there. Even if you've got three guys, he's still going to high point that ball on you. Ward split out wide to the right. I think we got Dyke this time. Nope, it's going to be Brown right up the middle. Touchdown, Warriors! <laughs> Russell Brown with a dive right behind the left guard there. And Brown gets into the end zone. Warriors on the scoreboard, making this a game. See if they can get a two-point conversion here. Ball spotted back at the three-yard line for this. 16-6, 32 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Warriors holding their own here against a good loggers team. Graham under center. Black split out to the left. Only throwing the ball Black's direction a couple times this game. Graham under center. They're going to toss to Dyke. Nope, Graham with a keeper. Yeah, he work. is not going to get anywhere on that. He is wrapped up and brought down at the six-yard line. Oh, and there's a flag that comes in at the end. We'll see what this is. It's going to be a personal foul. Not sure. And Josh Wart telling 88 that wasn't cool. Josh just needs to be quiet. Josh pretty fiery kid. But he's uh, he's that is not what you want because that could nullify the penalty if you're not careful. Warden, so I Warden. think I think 88 tackled Josh. Josh lost his cool, but uh, Wharton definitely who, a competitor out there. Who did they flag? We'll see. The officials are huddling up there at the six yard line to talk about it. Graham was hit for a loss, and but before he was dropped, the penalty flag came in on the tackle. He was kind of wrapped up and trying to spin away from it, and right as he was headed to the ground, the flag came in, and so it'll be interesting to see. If they call this a dead ball foul after they had blown the whistle or if they say it happened before the whistle, and that would be a huge difference because if it's after the whistle, the ball's already turned over on downs. If it's before the whistle, it'll be a first down for the Warriors. And they've picked the ball Ball up, up. and he's going over to talk to Coach McGill. So both coaches are going to get a conversation. But they're going to say, I think it was after the... Personal foul, both. 88 and 87. Is that what they said? Yep, 88 and 87. So, well, they didn't sell the numbers. Oh, it's the end of the quarter. No, it's not the end of the quarter. What are they doing here? Well, we're going we're gonna to kick they're off. They're going to kick off. So they're just going to say those two penalties nullified each other on the two-point conversion, and why they're going to go to the run, kickoff. If they nullified, why wouldn't you run, the kick, why wouldn't you run it again? Well, because it was two-point conversion. Well, but why wouldn't so you? So the ball's dead. Well, they nullified because it was after the, play. after the play. After the play, so you don't run the play again. Right. So both coaches getting the explanation, and... Uh, Josh, Josh, and uh, Allison have gotten into it a little bit out there. Allison, They've very been. physical. Allison, 6'4", 210. Josh, about 6'6", 200 pounds. Both juniors. Yeah, and both competitors, obviously. Yeah. You know, neither one of them wants to give an inch. They're, they're guys who are going to go out and make plays and work hard. And, and uh, the emotions of football are hard to describe to somebody who hasn't played it. But, you know, in the heat of the moment, when you're hitting people and they're hitting you back and sometimes it gets a little rougher than you think it should get or a little dirtier and, you know, you take exception to that. Um, you know, it can get a little fiery out there. And, you know, Josh just needs to calm down. He'll get talked to on the sideline. 
Get your emotions under control. Your emotions don't win anything for you in football. You've got to keep them under control. They're only useful when you have control over them. Alba to kick. Hits a little onside. squibber. It's onside. off. It's headed out of bounds, we got and we can't get to it. Boy, that ball was rolling. The Warriors had a chance, but the ball ends up going out of bounds. I'm not sure. That went off of somebody's hand. Is that still a penalty? Well, we kick it out of bounds. A muff doesn't. No. A muff. I, don't, I think if it went off their hands, it shouldn't be a penalty. It might be out of bounds right there. But why was the penalty thrown? Illegal procedure. They're going to say procedure, and I don't think didn't, that's true. Didn't get touched. It did so, get touched. It bounced right off of the kid's hands. So they have a choice. They can. I think this up. is a bad call. I think this went off of one of their kids' hands. It deflected right off his arm. That's what Joel's got to be arguing right now, uh, is that that hit one of their guys. I didn't see it hit a guy. Well, obviously the officials don't agree either, but I'll bet you the tape shows that, Ron. So why are they moving? The ball should be on the 40. Well, it didn't make it to the 40. So I think they can take it where it went out of bounds. Oh, it went out of bounds. So it went out of bounds at the 43 of the loggers, and that's where they will start. Okay. But I, I'll bet you tape shows that that one hit right off the left arm of one of their up guys. They had five guys across the front there. The second guy in from the, from the far sideline reached out for that ball, and I think it deflected off his arm. But doesn't matter because we don't have video replay. First and ten loggers at the 43-yard line of Onalaska. See if Warriors can get a little uh, energy off of that uh -oh. touchdown. Height right up the middle. Oh, the ball's loose, but it's recovered by Onalaska. Ten yards on the carry. I think that'll be a first down. Hate right behind the right guard there, uh, number 57, Frazier. And if you run behind him, you're going to find some holes. He is a load. Nick McMullen trying to deal with Frazier there. And Frazier probably outweighs him and, and uh, pretty strong. Uh-oh. And we're, we're going to have an offsides or a false start. We'll see. They blew this dead. And there was no contact up there, so we'll see. The officials come together at the middle of the field because two guys saw this. I think it's going to be on the Warriors, I think. It's going to be an offsides. offsides. So a five-yard penalty on first and ten, so it'll be first and five. That'll move the ball inside the 45-yard line to about the 42. Just inside the 42, and it'll be logger ball with 18 seconds left to go in the third quarter, 16-6 game. Krager back under center. Hate behind him. They bring him in motion. Krager on the keeper trying to get outside. He's forced out by Wart further. Here comes the help, and Black hits him, and then Dyke forces him out. That'll be a first down. Good hit at the end there by Dyke to force him out, but Wart just couldn't quite keep that containment. I don't know if that was uh, Allison blocking Wart or not. I don't think it was. It was somebody else. Penalty. Penalty is in the middle of the field, not on the side. Now that might be a hold. Holding. Oh. Nope, illegal contact by the Warriors. Illegal use in the hand, in the back? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a block in the back. That's all well, I can figure. Or a push in the back on a blocker. So that'll be 10 yards from the spot of the foul. That'll move the ball inside the 25-yard line to the 24. First and 10 there for the loggers. Warriors need to stiffen here defensively. Had a nice drive after a turnover. Now they need to uh, figure out how to get a stop here against the loggers. They should start the clock. Hate in the backfield, and we've got to no. end of the third quarter. Yeah. So you're right. Clock's, clock started and stopped after a couple of seconds, and we go to the fourth quarter with the Warriors trailing the loggers on Alaska, 16-6. to We'll be right back on Amity Warrior Radio Network. 
Welcome back, Warriors. We've got one more play here to go because you can't end the quarter on a penalty. They shouldn't have started the clock. So two seconds left to go, third quarter. Krager under center, brings Inman in motion, hands to height right up the middle. He gets a couple of yards. Now we hit the end of the third quarter. Headed to the fourth. 16-6, Warriors trailing the loggers. This is Amity Warrior Football. Welcome back, Warrior fans, wherever you are this Saturday afternoon. Warriors trailing the loggers of Alaska, 16-6, one of the top-ranked 2B teams in the state of Washington. 2B is the classification Amity would be in if we were in Washington, so this is a comparably-sized school, school that made it to the semifinals last year in the state of Washington and returned a lot of starters, quite a few seniors, and uh, they've had some studs out there that have given us fits. Krager under center now. Second and seven. The handoff to Haight. He makes one guy miss. Here he goes. All the way to the end zone, folks. 21-yard touchdown run for Haight. His first score from any kind of distance. Did he have their first score of the game, Ron? I yes. can't remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Haight with a nice run there. And he got hit right in the backfield, kind of bounced off of it, and then found the hole behind right guard. And do you know who plays right guard for them, Ron? No, no. Number 57, Alex Frazier. And when he has run behind Frazier, he has found great success today. Frazier is an absolute beast on that offensive line, 6'4", 240 pounds. And I don't think that's an exaggeration, and he is athletic. They line up to go for two here. Krager squats down behind center, hands to Haight again. Nope, keeps it. Wrapped up it. He gets into the end zone before Wart can bring him down. Everybody tackled Haight on a good fake. And it was left to Wart to make that tackle. He was closing in from that right defensive side, but couldn't get there before Krager made it to the end zone. So Warriors scored, and we get a quick answer from the loggers. 24 to 6 in favor of Onalaska. 11.53 to go in the game. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Football. Warriors trailing on Alaska 24-6 as we Get going here in the fourth quarter. Seven seconds gone. The first play from scrimmage in the fourth, and uh, Haight able to run it in. Ashton Haight, six foot, two hundred and five pound fullback, took it in from twenty one yards out. He's a load. The Warriors were not able to take care of that hole on the right side of the line, and Haight made it in almost untouched after he got bumped in the backfield. Yeah. Warriors to take the kickoff. There's a long line drive, hits it to twenty five, and rolls out of bounds. Warriors will get it at the 40. We've had a lot of kicks go out of bounds in this game. So the Warriors start from their own 40. I doubt that that is the strategy that they want Whitehead to do. He tried to kick that one down the numbers on the left side, but when it hit, it kicked left and headed out of bounds. Warriors football, first and 10 from their own. Why are they putting it at the 35, Ron? 35 or 40? I thought it was supposed to be at the 40. Uh, So they're switching... Balls, I'm confused. Why 45? is this at the 35? I thought it was at the 40-yard line after a kick went out of bounds. I thought we started at the 40 earlier. So they start at the 35. We're incorrect. Warriors first and 10. we got to see what we are mentally here. We This team's not been down. And, uh, and they just ran right down our throats that yeah. last drive. Yeah. So we'll see how we respond here. Two wides left. Graham rolls to his left. Got Brown back there to help protect. Graham still looking for something. Now he throws incomplete. And that, he got outside the tackle box, so there's no intentional grounding there. But he didn't throw it anywhere near a warrior. He threw it in the middle of four purple jerseys harmlessly to the ground. But because he got it back past the line of scrimmage and he was outside of the tackle box, 
he was able to just throw that away. Second and ten for the Warriors. Little adversity. We'll see how this team reacts. Yep. Keenan's got his head down a little and bit. And now we've got a flag. I have no idea what this is about. He's, somebody's popping This up. is going to be unsportsmanlike conduct on one of the, and they may be ejecting a kid here. Uh-huh. I don't know. 72. Well, they're not ejecting him, but he's gone to the sideline. That's Hank Ryder, 6'3", junior, 280 pounds. He might have been held, but the referee didn't see it. So, so he was complaining about a no call, and the officials aren't going to put up with that. 15 yards. He was obviously mouthing off to the official. Yeah. And that will get you a quick 15-yard penalty when you tell an official he's not doing his job as a player. Coach might be able to get away with that. Player's not going to. So 72 heads to the sideline, costing his team 15 yards. And that's a, that's a no-no. If you're a player, you can ask an official a question, but you don't tell him he's not doing his job. So Warriors now at the 50-yard line, first and 10. After the 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct, there's a quick toss, trying to get Hatch outside. George Hatch trying to get to the numbers, gets to the 45, to the 40, down the sideline, to the 36-yard line, and hit out of bounds. And that's what the Warriors don't have with their starting unit, and that's somebody who can get to that corner, turn it, and get upfield. Hatch is fast. You got Both hatches are. That's going to be 14 yards on the play to the 36-yard line. First and 10 Warriors from there. Hatch out. Weigert in with the next play. And I see the Warriors uh, respond here with another drive. I think that would really help their confidence a lot. Wart splitting out wide to the right. Going with him in coverage is Lawrence, 5'11", 160. Let's see if they roll any other coverage. They haven't so far. Now Allison hedging out that way. Boy, Wart's They're got, keeping him in. Wart's ooh. got single coverage. You've got to throw this, right? Wart he headed is. downfield. He's he throws there. to Wart, and Josh pulls touchdown. it in at the 10. Five touchdown right there. Called it, and we were right. You can't single coverage Josh Wart with a 5'11 kid out there, and they thought about rolling Allison over there, but they didn't do it, and as soon as they didn't do it, Keenan Graham looking for that single coverage, and Josh Wart with the touchdown from 36 yards out. You simply cannot cover Josh Wart one-on-one. No. Heck, they couldn't cover him with three guys last time. Nice throw. Wart running underneath it. Enough air underneath the ball for him to be able to make an adjustment to it. He pulls it in. Touchdown, Warriors. They'll go for two here. Eye formation. Dyke behind Brown. Throw it again. Quick toss to Dyke. Uh And he is in. He dives forward as he's getting hit. And the Warriors respond quickly with a little help from a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. The Warriors cut it back to 10, 24-14. And they got to feel good about that, though, being able to hit Wart in that single coverage. And I'll bet you we don't see single coverage on Josh again. No. I, 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 that would shock me they didn't have a safety over the top. That's the case where you put Cade over on one side and put him over here. But let them Make put, the safety choose. Let them put two guys over there. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that for sure. And uh, the other thing is Keenan didn't have time to throw. Well, he didn't waste time either. He knew where he was going to go with that ball. You've got to get it out, throw it up, and let him run under it. Remember last year, last week we talked about him getting some air underneath it? Yep. That, that time he got air underneath it, and, and Josh ran underneath it. Made it nice. Josh's straight-ahead speed is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to be the quickest kid in that first step or two. He's not going to cut as quick as a smaller kid. But Josh's straight-line speed is very good. So when you can get him in single coverage and you throw it out there, and, you know, simply Josh has fantastic hands. Yeah. Um, and focus as well on that ball. He was a weapon last year. 
Uh, and this year, without Peyton Richardson out there, uh, Josh is the weapon in the passing game. Sergio Alba getting set to kick. Well, this game's crawled, uh, slowed to a crawl here, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> I've had two scores in a span of 33 seconds Yes, because of penalties and pass plays. Actually shorter than that because it was 11.53 and 11.27. Well, I was just saying that we got 33 seconds into the quarter and we've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, first, the first play of the quarter was a score. Yeah. And now here we are just a few seconds later with another one. Alba set to kick. It's a squibber. This one fielded by number 17. That is Alex Pancook. And he catches it cleanly at the 47-yard line, 48-yard line of the loggers. The problem was that was just a line drive. It didn't bounce. You've no. got to get that ball. You've got to hit the top of the ball and get it to bounce on the turf and uh, then hope it takes a funny hop and confuses the receiver. Warriors down 10, 11.25 to go in this one. Krager takes a snap. Quarterback. Goes to the left. Still room to go. Brown wraps him up after five and drops him. Josh read the play. Had him in the backfield. Did not wrap. Krager's tough to wrap up. He's not a real big guy, but he's very quick. And this is two weeks in a row we face a very athletic quarterback. Though I don't think this guy is uh, as shifty as Wailahua from no. from St. Mary's. I thought Wailahua was better well, plus um, overall. He could throw the ball. I don't think this guy. We have a handoff right up the middle to Hate. There's the Uh-oh. weapon they have. Hate breaks it to the left side, Beat shifts Graham. the ball to his left arm, and Warrant forces him out at the 23-yard line. First down there. Hate, not the fastest guy on the field, but he hits that hole hard. He has great balance and very good physicality, and he just busts through. Now Russell Brown headed out. He's grabbing his right hamstring, and that is not what the Warriors want to see. That tweaked hamstring is the kind of thing that can nag you. So hopefully Russell just cramping up a little bit. He's not seeking any attention on the sideline. He might have just cramped a little bit. Let's hope that's what it is. Hand off to Hate again, right behind Frazier, and he busts loose to the 15-yard line, and the Warriors simply don't have an answer for Ashton Hate. Good blocking up front. They go no huddle. They're ready to go again. Quarterback jogs up to the line after getting the play from the sideline. Now they sub in a receiver. Whitehead into the game. Martin out. Krager under center. Taking a look at what the defense is. I think they have some option calls once they see the defense. So now he motions. Changes the play up. Shifted. Hopefully shifted to the play. I got a handoff. He nope, he's going to keep Krager oh, rolling to his right. Keeps the option in play and all the way in for the touchdown. And he kept that option alive. He had uh, number 40 Inman to his right the whole time, and he gave a little flinch like he might option it. That was enough to freeze the defense. He cut it back up inside and took it in for the touchdown. Also, excellent dive fake. To hate because absolutely suck those linebackers in three two two guys tackled hate you suck that middle of the defense in you get outside as a quarterback and he had the option alive with Inman so you couldn't come in from the outside and crash down to help it comes assignment defense all of a sudden the scores are plentiful here in this game 30 to 14 as they line up to go for two Krager under center oh that's the illegal procedure and we will see what they call here 
A lot of people moving for them. Yeah, they're going to back them up. More than one guy moving. And that'll be a problem on the offensive side. So they'll back them up five yards here, and they will try from the eight-yard line now. <laughs> the, referee, the referee made that call in the NFL game on Sunday. Everybody moved but the center. <laughs> he didn't give any numbers. Everybody but the center. Illegal procedure. So they'll try it from the eight for the two-point conversion here. It's a 16-point game right now. This would make it a three-score game. Gregor under center, throws, hits Inman on the little seam route for the two-point conversion. Nobody covered Inman coming out of the backfield. They don't throw often. He got that. that was a, they did that earlier in the, uh, in the first quarter. They did one time. Yeah. Uh, Dyke was there to break that up. I didn't see where Dyke was yeah. this time, but he was probably biting in pretty hard. They, that was their other two-point. So the Warriors trail 32-14, 9.47 left to go in the fourth quarter. This is Amity Warrior Football. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Warrior fans. 9.47 left to go here from Onalaska, Washington. 32-14, Warriors trailing the loggers. And uh, you can just see the Warriors fatiguing here a little bit in this fourth quarter on the defensive side of the ball as the physicality of Onalaska has just worn them down over the course of this game. Which, if you're a coach, is well, exactly what you want to do if you're on Alaska. You wear field, down that other team. Field position. You can't give the team half, a team half the field. They drill a line drive yeah, down to the 30 to the 10. Up. you got to pick that up. Picks it up at the 6. Hatch looking for somewhere to go. Wrapped oh, up and brought my. down at the 5-yard line. That is, uh, and I'm not pointing the finger at anybody in particular here, but that is a very poorly executed return by the Warriors. They let that ball bounce around down there. Nobody committed to going to get it until it almost stopped. And by that time, the coverage team is inside the 10-yard line by the time Hatch picked it up. And, uh, and there, were, there were a couple of guys that had a chance to make a play on that ball, and everybody just kind of waited to see where it was going to go. And you can't be indecisive back there on a kickoff. On a punt, you can be indecisive. On a kickoff, you have to know whether or not that ball is going to go out of bounds, whether it's going to get in the end zone, or whether or not you need to field it. Our and if you need to field it, you got to go get it. Our three deep people are sophomores. First, lack lack first, of experience back there. First varsity action. Last week, but, you know. Warriors split out Wart to the right, Weigert to the left. Now there's no single coverage there. Graham on the keeper, breaks across the left tackle, and he's drugged down at the 10-yard line. Somebody got a hold of the jersey there and pulled him down. I think that was Hate with the tackle. Number 40. Oh, is that Inman Inman with the tackle? Yeah. Inman's been all over the place defensively. Number 40 flying around. He blitzes. When you've got an excellent defensive line like they do, those linebackers can have fun back there. Yeah, and he's in the middle of the field. He's he just gets to fly all over, I think, and do kind of whatever he wants to do. Mm-hmm. But he's got those horses in front of him that are causing problems. So now they've got Allison out on Wart. So now it is single coverage, I think. Well, the safety rolls a little bit. Graham under center. Hands off to Dyke. Oh, drugged my. down and tackled in the backfield by... Guess who? Guess who? Frazier, number 57. Just from the defensive tackle position, ends up with Dyke as Dyke gets the handoff and wraps him up 
for a loss on the play of about four yards. That's a bad mismatch on our side because that's, uh, again, inexperienced. You got, uh, it's going against McMullen, I think, McMullen, they're on that right guard. McMullen and Dylan Smith. He's just too fast for Dylan Smith. He's too, too fast and too strong, I think, yeah. for those young men. I mean, he's, we talked about it early in the game, just watching him warm up. You could immediately identify him as a man among boys on his own team. And to no different going against our guys. He's just a, a beastly guy out there. He looks like a college athlete. He does. 6'4", 240 pounds, and he's fast. Mm-hmm. They hand off right up the middle. Dyke, nowhere to go. He's wrapped up and thrown down as they try to go left that time. And it's uh, number 75, Derek Gooch, 6'4", 235 on the tackle, the other defensive tackle. So we run it twice, and both defensive tackles wrap us up. This one, no gain. Fourth and ten. Yeah, now he's got Dylan coming out, but that's just a hard. Uh... Oh, he put Pappas out at, at a tackle. Trying to get a little bit more athletic, maybe a little smaller, a little quicker, but they're Barber. going to be punting anyway. Barber's the. Oh, man. Barber's going to center. Putting from their own end zone. If you heard in the interview, Joel hasn't had his long snapper, so this will be uh, dicey. There's a snap. Back to Dyke. It's good. Dyke gets off a nice kick. Nobody back to return it. Hits at the 40 and across the 50 to the 45 to the 44-yard line where Keenan Graham will down it. And with 6.56 left to go in this one, on Alaska takes over at their own 44-yard line. That was about a 50-yard punt. Yeah, it wasn't a bad punt at all. 51, I think, actually. We were from the five. So nice punt by Cody Dyke. Didn't have a lot of uh, hang time on it, but it had a nice forward kick to it once it hit. It went about maybe 35 in the air, maybe 30, and then rolled another 20-plus yards. Here's that field position again. You just, I mean, cer- certainly because we had to punt from the end zone. Yeah. yeah. Dylan Smith back into the game at nose tackle. To his right Previtt. is Previtt, number 66. Hand off to Height. Height oh. off right guard. And Height down the right sideline. Kane no Black way. trying to catch up with him and runs him out of bounds. Height is not fast, but he is quick. And he just explodes behind Frazier. Frazier just demolishing the right side or the left side of the Warrior defense. As a right guard, uh, we haven't seen an offensive lineman this good uh, since I've been at Amity. Uh, this guy is just destroying the defense by himself. And Height just runs. Every time Height runs behind him, he gets 10 to 20 yards. I mean, it's that. Well, I, I don't know how many guys that, uh, that Frazier's blocking, but it feels like he blocks three or four of them. Well, their right tackle's no slouch either. Yeah, they can, they can flat out run the ball on that side of the line. Good-looking sophomore. Crager under center. Hands to, there you go, is. right to the same spot. This there time there's a run blitz there, and... Trying to see who the first guy was there. That was uh, Enrique, Enrique on the play. Enrique Martinez making the stop there, and he did a great job of firing into that hole. They, he guessed right. And Frazier was blocking somebody else. Martinez came in right behind him and met Hate in the hole. That was a great job, a one-yard loss. That's the first loss on a run that they've had. Well, and, you know, that's an aggressive... Uh, play by Martinez. He kind of shot in there, guessing that was where they were going to run, and he was right. This time they toss left, and there's some good defense by Russell Brown, but he can't wrap him up, and there's some help. Josh Ward, and then Brown gets back on it, and they get a nice loss on the play as they take Lawrence down, 
or not Lawrence, excuse me, uh, Inman down number 40. They tried to toss that, and there was nowhere to go. Russell Brown with excellent penetration from the right side of the defense. So two excellent run-stopping plays in a row, and it's third and a whole bunch, 19. Don't let him off the hook here. Yeah, you got to stick with it. You really don't have to worry about a pass. Well, I'm guessing this is going to be height right behind Frazier. Mm -hmm. They fake the height. They throw the slot. It's complete. Dyke wraps up and brings down number 32. That is Marshall Height. Grief. Uh, Height, 5'7", 175. I thought there were more than two heights there for a second on this team. Here we go, fourth down. Fourth and 11. Going to go for or it. A long 10. We'll see what happens. As Ron said, they're going for it. He's going to pass. Prager rolls oh to my. his right. Looking for somebody. There's a flag. He throws back to the middle of the field. It's complete to Allison. There's going to be a hold, I think. First down. It's thrown kind of where a hold would be. It is. Oh, it's going to be against the Warriors. So they're going to get him for holding a blocker, I guess. Uh, well, I don't uh, think there was a receiver yeah, there. I think they initially held Allison. Oh, did they coming, coming off the line? Out. Yeah. So Thanks. they will probably just take the play. It's a first down at the nine-yard line. Thanks to McGill pointing it out for him in the first half. Oh, no. They changed it. Oh, it is a hold he against. Pointed, he, pointed. he did. Initially, he pointed at the Warriors. Now he points at uh, on Alaska. That would be 10 yards Basically, from the line of scrimmage, I think it's going to be fourth and 19. I think yeah. it's going to be one yard past the line of scrimmage. So it was right where you expect a hold to happen on the offense. Uh, but we weren't sure. Initially, they had pointed at the Warriors on that. Once again, they've... 32-14, Warriors trail, and a timeout taken. And so we will take a break here also. 4.48 left to go in this one. This is Amity Warrior Football. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Warrior fans. 4.48 left to go in this one from Onalaska, Washington, where the Warriors trail the Loggers 32-14. to Fourth and 19 for the Loggers from the Warrior 30-yard line. After the holding call, they line up to go for it. Krager under center, senior quarterback with Hate behind him. Brings a man in motion, wants to throw, throws Open. deep to Allison. Hatch back there, Let knocks it, it down. Hatch did a good job getting his hands up there, knocked it down. They're trying to go to Allison, the six-foot-four tight end. Hatch in great position, playing that deep, and knocks it away. Warriors take over at their own 30-yard line. That was a good stop for the Warriors. Got a little help. You were a little be- being a little bit generous saying he knocked it down. He was trying to catch it. Did if, he knock it down, it, Ron? Did it hit his hands and yes, fall to the ground? Okay. But if he catches it, it it's on the 10-yard line. Got to know you got to be aware of your game situation, don't you? Yes. It's okay. He's young. He'll learn that. Not a lot of experience back there. But maybe it just looked like he's trying to catch it, but he's really just trying to knock it down. He's got to give him the benefit of the doubt there. It was a good play. Generous. Weigert split out left. Warriors in their tight formation here. And Wart's out. Alba in at tight end. There's a quick toss. It's Hatch going left, looking for room to run. Oh, he's hitting, stacked up right at the line of scrimmage near the boundary. And coming up limping is Previtt. I think he got rolled up on there. So Previtt headed out of the game limping. Must have rolled up on an ankle. Dylan Smith coming back in for the Warriors. Also in the game, Reagan Clark playing fullback. So uh, Coach McGill Let's giving some of these young guys a chance like to play it. in some varsity action. I like it. So Clark behind 
Kane Black, who's in at quarterback now. Grove and Hatch, the other two running backs. They fake. Kane, Kane rolls right. Uh-oh. Oops, still rolling. He's got nowhere to go. You need to throw that ball away, and he doesn't. That's oh. lack oh. of experience there. 53. Uh, 53 okay. almost got a late hit, but he was trying to roll over him. He's trying to miss him, I think. But Kane's got to throw that one away. you got to know, I'm rolling to my right. There's nobody open, nobody open. I'm getting pressured. i got to throw it away. All you do is throw that ball out of bounds at that point. Once you're outside that tackle where the tackle was to start the play, you can throw it away as long as it gets past the line of scrimmage. Third and 15 for the Warriors on a five-yard loss, maybe a four-yard loss. 3.20 and counting to go in the fourth quarter. This is taking too long in the huddle. You've got to hurry up. It took too long to get the play in. Papp is still at center there. McMullen and Smith on the right side. Bernards and Yoakum on the left, so the starting offensive line in there. Black rolls oh, left. 57. He's got room now. Throws. Ooh, He's ooh, got ooh. Hatch, and he overthrew him. Good idea. Oh. Almost had it. That's a tough throw, rolling to your left, having to plant and throw downfield 35 yards. If he put a little bit more air underneath that, maybe Hatch can run under it. Good try by Kane Black. Well, we really should punt. Weigert brings the play in from the sideline. I don't see Cody Dyke in the game. Yeah, maybe Black's a punter. 26-yard line. Takes the play. Breaks the huddle. Call timeout. Punt. Don't give him another touchdown. <laughs> Sorry. You hear Ron mumbling in the background. But, you know, he doesn't want to see this. But I don't think they'll try to get another touchdown. I think they'll go to their subs. Just quick toss to Hatch. Hatch going left. Wrapped up and makes one guy miss. Gets back across the line of scrimmage. Still going. And gets about five yards on the play. Six yards. Nice job by Wyatt Hatch. Yoakum comes up limping there a little bit. He got rolled up on, too. So the Warriors are getting some sprained ankles out there. So a turnover on downs. And starting defense coming back out. So as long as they've got their starting defense. But I, they don't. They're now bringing out, excuse me, their starting offense. They're bringing out their starting offense. So uh, Joel pulled his starting offense and now. Uh, well, they didn't pull their starting defense because that was against their stats. No, but that's, he yeah. may not have realized it initially. So uh, well, 15, head coach Mason Sade has now pulled out his 15, starters. No, 15 still in there. Under center, but all the backs are reserves. There's a toss, and there's a Cody or uh, Keenan Graham missed the big hit, oh. and the running back dodges about four other guys, and Tally ends up with a big gain of about a 12 yards on the play. Keenan Graham had a chance to blow him up in the backfield and just whiffed. Got too high. Uh, if he had gone low and wrapped up, he would have had him. Coach 57 still in the game. Another offensive line, I think, is still the same. <laughs> but their skill position, they've gone to their backup running backs. In the starting quarterback. Sorry. <laughs> so back under center, Krieger. Three backs behind him in a line. There's a toss. Tally again. This time wrapped up and brought down by Russell Brown. Lucas May coming into the game. Replacing... Well, there should be some white jerseys going off. Russell Brown coming out. And who else is coming out of there? It looks like Braxton Morgan leaving the game. 
Minute 43 left to go and counting here in the fourth quarter. Krager back under center. Taking his time. Going to run that clock down. I appreciate that. He's going to wait until he sees the signal, I think, from the official. There it is. They're under yep. five seconds. Now he's going to take the snap. Krager, toss, running back headed to the right, cuts back into traffic, and he's pulled down after a gain of about seven. It's going to be third and one. That was Mazingo on the carry. And the Warriors' defense is just spent. Uh, that is not a carry that should have gone for that many yards, but it's a tired bunch out there. Here comes some. Kyle Rice into the game, replacing Nick McMullen, coming in at that left defensive end. 55 seconds and counting here. Clock running down, under 50 now. He'll wait. Craig will wait until he gets the signal that there's five seconds left. There it is. Now he comes under center, takes a snap, hands to the up back, 44, oh. and he plows all the way down to the one-yard line. So the question is? Will he kneel down? Dublin with the carry. And the coach says, hold up a second. Clock winds with 29 seconds, and I think their coach will just pull his players to the sideline. He's taking his headset off. That's good sportsmanship. He's going to let this clock go ahead and run out, and I think our final score there will be 32-14 to 14 in favor of Onalaska. Nice effort out there. That Onalaska team are studs. We'll leave it at that. Cody Dyke shaking hands out there with those guys that he went to war with all afternoon. That's it, folks. Warriors run into a uh, very good Onalaska team, but, you know, hopefully this was good for Onalaska, too. It was nice that both teams were able to get this game in this week, and uh, hopefully this was beneficial to both squads. Nobody got any serious injuries. We saw a little tweak of hamstring, but Russell Brown came back into the game. I saw a couple, couple guys with some ankles, I think, but they were able to limp off the field under their own power, so that's a good sign. They should be good to go in a week. Josh Ward with a heck of a game. Definitely player of the game for the Warriors tonight. Uh, caught a touchdown pass, caught another big pass that set up a touchdown. He was really responsible for, for both of those touchdowns in one way, shape, or form. Josh uh, showing himself, even against excellent competition, to be uh, an outstanding receiver here at the 3A level. Uh, this is a good Onalaska team, though. Uh, outstanding line play on both sides of the ball for Onalaska. Uh, just just kind of bigger, stronger, and, and more athletic than our line overall. Uh, and I think definitely... Uh, best offensive lineman, maybe the best defensive lineman that we've seen in uh, the years that we've been doing broadcasting here for Warrior Football in uh, Frazier. Alex Frazier, 6'4", 240 senior, um, is, uh, is one heck of a football player. Uh, and he really dominated the game from the line position on the offensive side. And you don't see that very often where an offensive guard is the best offensive player on the field. But he was. Without a question. All right, we're going to take a quick break, come back with some final thoughts for you from Onalaska, Washington. Jeff Clark and Ron Huber. This is Warrior Football. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Warrior fans. Thank you for joining us today from Onalaska, Washington. Uh, Warriors come up a little short today against a really good team, uh, a team that kind of manhandled them on the line a little bit. Uh, but it's going to be great experience for the Warriors. They're not going to see uh, very many players of the same caliber as they saw today on that uh on that Onalaska side of the ball. Uh, Ron, let's talk about some totals there. Um, for the Warriors, leading rusher in the game, 
Oh, Russell Brown, but I, I don't quite have his finished yet. But That's okay. Yeah. But he had, he had a pretty solid game overall, Got uh, had a couple of nice runs. Cody Dyke also Cody Dyke. Uh, doing a pretty good job on the offensive side of the ball, running especially to the outside. Yeah, between the two of them, they probably each had about 70, 70 to 80 yards each, so 160 yards rushing. But um, the, big, the big horse is uh, <coughs> Hate with 182 yards. And, and Haight really doing a lot of that damage running behind the right side of that line. Uh, the right side of that line, of course, was Frazier at right guard, and then uh, the right tackle was it's also a pretty, eight, good, pretty eight, good lineman as well. Aiden uh, Reedman. Yeah, 6'3", 210, 6'4", That's where they ran a lot this and, game. And if they move uh, Allison over on the tight end side of that, he's, he's 6'4", 220. And so really able to, uh, to kind of have their way with us on the ground. Uh, and the quarterback, uh, Krager, uh, played a pretty smooth game as well, didn't make a lot of mistakes with the ball, uh, ran that offense with experience, and, and that's what we're seeing. You know, that's a senior quarterback, that's a senior lineman, that's a senior tail or uh, fullback, uh, and then number 40, Inman, a senior running back. Uh, it's really that experience. They were in the semifinals last year. They brought a lot of experience back, and uh, this is a good team. It was a good good challenge for the Warriors, and uh uh, I think the Warriors will end up benefiting from going against a physical team like this when we go up against Rainier and some of those other schools. Rainier will be a physical team up front too, but I don't think they're, I don't think any lineman that Rainier has is in the same class as the Frazier kid. Maybe last year, not that we think that a good share of their guys graduated. So, well, yeah. and and the, the Eastern Crepe Eastern Crepe guy is not the no. same kind of athlete that Frazier is. And Klutzkin has got a couple of decent. Big, big guys, but yeah, and it looks to me like watch, watch these guys walk off the field. We got nobody with ice on anything, and that that's good news. You play a hard game like these guys. It was a good physical game, and and uh, gave the Warriors a chance to work on some things, and it it also showed them what it looks like when somebody wants to try to take Josh away, mm-hmm. and how do you deal with that? How you know what does that look like from a quarterback's point of view? What do you see on that defensive side when they're hedging that safety over? You know, and that'll give Joel some things to be able to talk about in practice about here. Here's the plays we're going to call when it matters when a team wants to do that. Uh, because teams are going to be faced with uh, <clears throat> you either play Josh Wart man-to-man and get beat if you can't get to the quarterback, or you double, triple team him and take your chances with somebody else. We've got to get somebody out on the other side that's going to, yeah. And I, and I know Joel has those plays in the book. It's just a matter of there's no reason to show them in this game, uh, but it's going to give some good tape for the Warriors to be able to look at. All right, folks, so thank you for joining us today. We had a great time bringing you this game. Hope you have a great weekend, and we will talk to you next week. Have a great night, everybody.